The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. As she shoes the flies On a hot and smoggy summer morn Another brown baby is born In el barrio La mamacita cry Porque there's one thing that she don't need That's another hungry vato to feed In el barrio In el barrio you understand This child needs a help Big hand Or he's gonna be An angry young man One day but Take a look at you and me Are we too blind to see Do we simply turn our heads And look loud away So he joins again there's one thing that he can't stand And that's to have to join a mariachi band In El Barrio As his tires burn he's riding low and riding slow With no particular place to go In El Barrio Then one night, in desperation This young man steals away Rising sun steals the car, tries to run, but he won't get far. Everybody put the guns down Everybody took the load 
Elvis was crap, wasn't he? Wait, Elvis was crap. Five good Elvis songs. I'll tell you the five good Elvis songs. Right, here we go. In no particular order. Five good Elvis Presley songs. The only five good Elvis Presley songs. In the Ghetto, one. Suspicious Minds, two. Um, see, I'm ready, I'm struggling to think of three, four, and five. There are... Oh, um, oh, American Trilogy, three. Poke Salad Annie, four. I just can't help believing, five. That is it. The rest of them are utter dross. Jeez, I was driving home last night, and now that overnight radio is dead, because some deadbeats in charge of talk sport moved the two mics to the daytime... Um, I listened to Six Music, and they were doing a documentary about Elvis, and they played some of his songs, and they, they played the whole of Old Shep. Have you ever heard Old Shep? Old Shep is, without, without any exaggeration, the worst song ever recorded. And I thought they were going to play, like, maybe um, a couple of seconds, 20 seconds of Old Shep. Just to highlight how bad it was. But no, they played all of Old Shep. I wanted to kill myself. Seriously, I'm thinking, God, if I just put my foot down and don't turn around this corner, I can make this end. Instead, I turned over to another um, radio station. I won't mention their name. <coughs> um, and the um, host on that show... Uh, well, I heard two. I heard two. There may have been a third. He got prank called proper, good, old-fashioned, decent, honest, nothing mean, nothing offensive prank call. And he didn't have a clue. And I'm sat there listening to the first one. A guy called Peter, who claims... <laughs> he claims... He claims he owns a pea factory. And that he paid his workers less than minimum wage. Um, because they were called Abdul and Ahmed. And he kept going, well, if you want me to pay the minimum wage, no peas for Peter. No peas for Peter. He kept doing it. And the host, instead of going, oh, this is a wind-up, was getting really angry that this guy was admitting to paying less than minimum wage. Ten minutes later, the same bloke phones up, doing a slightly different voice, pretending to be posh, and um, pretending that he owns a hammer shop. A shop selling hammers. And he said, I only employ people under the age of 20. Because when people want to buy hammers, statistics are proven they're more likely to buy them from a 19-year-old. And, again, the host, instead of going, oh, you, you got one past me, was arguing with it. Where did you get, where's that research? Where did you hear this? Where, where's the research that hammer buyers like to buy hammers from people under the age of 20 it was brilliant fair play to that guy and here's my here's my order to you dear listener probably contravening all the rules uh, the ethics the fairness of radio but do you know what phone up other radio shows phone up other radio stations and prank the hell out of them because if they're if they're phone operators their producers are dumb enough to put you through. That's fair enough. Okay, because they got a lot of things to do. But if the host can't tell when 
you're saying you run a pea factory and then phone up 10 minutes later with only a slightly different voice and say you run a hammer shop if the host can't tell they deserve every bit of egg that ends up on their dull insipid gray faces so this is my instruction to you dear listener it doesn't really work on this show because well we let alan caddick on so our standards are very, very low on the late-night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, weeknights from 10. Hi, how you doing? But on other shows, Julia Hartley Brewer, she deserves a pranking. Give her a good, hard pranking. Um, and those other dull radio stations, in, in all the insipid... Phone them up, prank them, and if you get through, send me the audio and I will send you, um, uh, uh, um, I'll send you a virtual hug, as I believe. I'll send you an emoticon, that emoji, that's what we'll do. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Now, we were going to do this yesterday, but, um, well, I barely had a chance to, um, to draw breath yesterday, let alone have a phone in topic. Um, so tonight... Um, we are getting you to phone in to book your call and your topic for Friday's show. You will not be allowed on Friday's show unless you phoned up tonight to book your slot, your time slot, and also book your topic. Okay? 0344 499 You'll still have to call us up on Friday. We're not... <laughs> but uh, you have... To book your slot and i'm afraid if you don't do that you will not be allowed on friday show uh, we took a call last night from alan um who uh, uh, who lives in uh, what used to be called burp ming hum now it's uh, fragrant birmingham uh, and he wanted to book his slot tonight to book his slot for friday so alan you're evening, good evening alan well done on the Go, they've cleaned them up i know um oh by the way we had a phone call last night from what happened? Someone phoned up and said that you'd been going about half a mile down the road to another part of town. No, I haven't. And, well, this is what... You don't know what they said yet. I've had the SP off, Robert. Yeah, well, someone phoned up and said you had been taking your bin bags about a, half a mile, a mile down the road, and dropping them off in their area. Now, that no, is a... That is... Twice. Shut your face. That is a very... Very serious accusation, Alan. How do you plead? Not guilty for three reasons. One, yes. I don't drive. Right. Well, so you could. You, well, you could walk there or get the bus. So that's reason one is is overruled. Two, my bins usually go out on a Monday, and my bin drop off point is the top of our road. That's that. Right. Hang on a second. That's irrelevant because no one's bins have been collected for the last seven weeks. So uh, reason two overruled. Reason three better be a good one, Alan. Otherwise, you're facing ten years in the slammer. Well, you're reason getting to death. It's probably someone playing a prank call on me, trying to block me in for the blame game. Overruled. Me the scapegoat. Well, I'm going to bring in. Um, uh, well, the jury have been listening. Um, uh, we, the spokesman for the jury is Dredge. Good evening, Dredge. Evening, Dredge. Uh, good. E- Good evening. What's the, what, what's all this about? This is um, the accusation made last night that Alan Caddick um, takes his bin bags half a mile downtown and leaves them in someone else's bins. Alan has put up three reasons why he is not guilty. I've overruled all those three uh, reasons. Dredge, as the uh, foreskin, excuse me, the foreman of the jury, uh, how do you find the defendant? Guilty. 
Oh, thanks a lot. Sorry, Alan, you're guilty. Ten years in the slammer, where you'll get bummed to death. Um, but what time would you like to call us on Friday if they give you phone rights? Uh, at this time, 10.05. 10.05. And what would you like to talk about? Prison food? Okay, no. that's great, Alan. Oh. Thanks very much indeed. So, Alan will be calling us at five minutes past ten on Friday to talk about prison food. 03444991000. Dredge, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes. This is why I love Talk Radio, right? I had a really stupid idea last night. If you, li- if you listen to last night's show, Man Alive, wasn't that fun? Wasn't it fun? And we barely scratched the surface. Danny Kelly came in and, and talked to all of us for three hours. And I was, uh, you know, virtually sat cross-legged at his feet, beaming up at him and just letting those stories spill forth. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We'll put some of it out as a podcast. If you missed... If you missed it, you can go to the Talk Radio website, talkradio.co.uk, um, and listen again. You can listen to the whole thing, and I, I really would recommend it. We we talked, uh, we talked music, radio, um, uh, uh, Italian priests, biscuits, um, g- chanting. Every it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But um, he, he was telling me about his TV show, um, the uh, Under the Moon thing, the football thing, right? And how it used to kind of finish when it finished. It was on overnight, and if if they wanted to go on for an extra hour, they would go on for an extra hour. And if if they ran out of stuff to talk, they finished. So it, it kind of gave me an idea. Wouldn't it be good? This show is weeknights, uh, 10 o'clock in the evening to 1 o'clock in the morning, right? And I love it. But sometimes I feel... The show hasn't finished at one o'clock. I feel that maybe, you know, it's been a slow first hour and we're only just getting into our stride or there's a great conversation happen or an idea comes to me just before the end of the show. So I thought, by the way, you can call in while I'm talking. Dredge, I'll come to you in a second. 0344 499 1000. We call you back. So I thought, wouldn't it be nice um, to get on with me neighbours if this show kind of had an open-ended finish that you know we we, we finish at one we, we we guarantee we finish at one but if there's a bit more to say maybe we go on to half one or if there's a lot more to say maybe we go on for an hour or until paul ross comes in um it's a really stupid idea isn't it and i emailed my boss and he went yeah right then let's give it a try boom so it's happening not tonight don't panic uh, we're going to do it at Kath's away. Uh, well, Kath's away, the mice are going to be running all over the shop. But when Kath gets back, uh, we're going to um, a- approach each show with the uh, the idea that it doesn't nece- necessarily finish need to finish at one o'clock. Now, it might mean it might be that we do finish at one o'clock constantly because um, Ken, what do you want? I'm I'm in the middle of something. Hello there, Ian. Hello there, Ken. What do you want? I'm in the middle of something. Okay, I'd like to speak to you later then, if that's okay. Um, it's about El- Elvis is, it- is still alive. Elvis is still alive. I want to talk to you about this. Elvis died it's on the Elvis important. died on the crapper, Ken. Everyone knows that. He's either in heaven or hell right now. He's still alive in heaven no, or in hell. No, Only no, God knows. no. He's not. He's dead. He's a dead man. He, he was an obese man that took too many drugs. 
Yeah, but he's still alive. His soul and spirit are alive, either in heaven or in hell. That's it's a great... Bible, Ian. You need to read it. Yeah, I don't think Elvis is mentioned in the Bible, Ken, but nice try. I mean, even by your standards, you lunatic, that was tenuous. Right? Even by your standards, <laughs> that was pretty, pretty poor. So, we, you know, we might just do our week of shows and, and they finish at one because it feels they should finish at one. But that is hopefully the plan. Not this week, not next week. The week after, uh, we'll have a little go and see uh, see how that happens. An open-ended radio show. Good evening, Dredge. God is still alive. He's in the Bible. He's had several <laughs> hit singles. God's, uh, God's biggest hit single, of course, was uh, Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. I've got love in my tummy. And Where's Your Mama Gone? <laughs> I've got no idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, um, I we've we've done this short film that people can watch. You know, um, you know the song "Where's Your Mama Gone." I do know that song. I I always thought, and I don't know why. When you're a kid and you hear things, you kind of join things together. I always thought, until fairly recently, like the last five years of my life, I thought it was sang by Velma from Scooby Doo. I genuinely did. And I could picture her in my head doing it, because I used to do songs in Scooby-Doo sometimes. Um, and Mama Cass was in an episode, as was Davy Jones of the Monkeys. Um, but I always thought it was it was Velma from Scooby-Doo. But I, I've got no idea who the lady was. Oh, I've just pulled a feather out of my pocket. A duck feather, no de- no less. Um, I've no idea who the lady was. So if we, if we can find her and make sure she's okay, that'll be great. Yes, Dredge, what did you call in for? Well, yeah, we've done this short film, so... Yes. Um, I, I was going to sort of tell the ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls about it a bit. Tell them, tell them, Drace, because I'm far too modest to uh, blow my own trumpet, and also, I don't actually own one. Well, yeah, um, we did this uh, short film that uh, people can watch at the Rabbit Hole TV. It's about five minutes, and uh, people have been saying nice things about it. So um, Tony, Tony Robinson liked it. He compared it to Waiting for Godot, which was, I don't think I put that in the description, but that's what we were going for. I know. I couldn't believe it. He's, yeah. he's really nice. Someone should give him a knighthood. Somebody <laughs> should make that man. It was his birthday yesterday. Seventy-one years old. Flipping heck. Yeah. yeah what a what a nice man. Yeah. Uh, he said he said it was a, a bit like Jacques Tati. I don't know if you've heard of him. Ah, uh, yeah, the French guy. I tried Jacques. I tried Mon Oncle, and um, oh, it's a very specific um, branch of humour, isn't it? <laughs> it is quite specific. Very yeah. specific branch. I've got, you can go and watch, I've got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Uh, subscribe. That film's on there. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very silly. And we're gonna, I'm going to put silly stuff on there because there's not enough silliness. But John, Drake, I mean, who's this John fella? I don't know. I have, oh, I've been signed up by a big talent agency, Globotech TM, right? Globotech Trademark. And let's just say, I can't say what I'm doing on Sunday after the show on Virgin, right? But I am doing something so top secret, so out there, that it is going to completely revolutionise my career. And it's happening, I'm, I'm doing it Sunday afternoon. You won't get to hear about it for a little while. But let's just say Globotech, my new management team, uh, really invested in my future, really believe in me, and we have got we have got a very exciting project lined up. That's all I'm going to say, Dredge. It's not tag, is it? It's not tag the movie. No, no. Although I had that I had that idea already, and I've I've copyrighted it, so you can't do it. 
Did you ever do um, a podcast of that tag thing? Because it was really funny to listen to it. Oh, did, it not, did it not go out? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't well, think so. Without without Catherine here, Dredge, basically, you, I'm you just... Don't know what oh, well, I'm going just, on. I'm just a I'm just a dribbling lunatic stood in front of a microphone. There's no there's no form or reason to anything without her. <laughs> well, that's like most nights, though. Right, get off. I will not I will not take that form of abuse from you, Dredge. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, David Badcock. Hello, Ian. Hello, David. Would you like to book your call for Friday's show? Well, I was I was just thinking about that. Could you do me a favour? Could you cough? I'm not. I'm, I'm quite ill. What? What? What's wrong with you? You sound. You sound like you're on death's door. I've got the man flu. Okay. Well, maybe, he, maybe, maybe you've actually got flu. Uh, oh. It doesn't matter. It won't interfere with the call much longer. No. You sound like uh, when you made that noise. It sounds like when I try and start my scooter after not riding it for two weeks. Shall I do it again? Okay. Go on. Uh, what I'd do now is I'd kick it. Don't kick me. In the rear end. Especially not there. So, um, would you like to come on the show on Friday? Well, I was just thinking, you know, you know, because I'll... Not in the I'll studio, be... on the phone, because that, that feature well, didn't work. Well, you know, because I'll, I'll, I'll be coming into the studio for my weekly feature. Will I have to book that? Or can I just walk in no, again? That feature... Right, two things. First of all, the feature where you come in didn't work so that's dead in the water that's dropped that's not happening that's not a thing secondly um if you come anywhere near me while you've got the lurgy i will karate chop you to the windpipe that might shift it well it might do it might do but don't come near me if you've got the lurgy because if i get the lurgy i can't work if i can't work i don't get paid if i don't get paid i can't afford um uh the uh, prostitutes and drugs if i can't afford the prostitutes and drugs uh, then the kids don't get fed uh, you've, you've built quite a mental image there yes yeah it is it's literally mental yes yes it is it is so but I mean, it should clear up by friday so i'll, I'll still come in the no end, yes. no 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 security has you know sometimes you go into um petrol stations and they have really badly photocopied picture of a gentleman wearing um a, a, a hoodie um and it says do not serve this man thief but they've spelt thief t-h-e-i-f um, we've got pictures like that downstairs and on all the floors and by all the fire uh, exits in this building of you. Um, and what does it say underneath the picture? It says, um, uh, nonce. That's a shame. That's a real shame. Because you, you, I am not a nonce. I'm many things that I'm not a nonce. Prove it. Right. Bearing all that in mind, would you like to phone in on Friday, David? Well, if I'm not, I don't want to be called a nonce. Without any evidence. But yes, I'd, I'd like to book a call. What time, what time would you like to call? What time would you like me? No. <laughs> oh, heck. Oh, hang on. Oh, heck. No, no. No, no, it should, no, it should be fine. Yeah, no, no, yep, yep, yep. Okay, right. I'm not interested in the whys and wherefores. What time would you like to call? Um, um ju- just after mid- midnight. So, so we'll say five minutes past twelve. Five minutes past twelve, yes. Okay, twelve oh five. David, nonce. No, 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 come on. Bad cock. 
Okie dokie, mate. Got you there. And by the way, if you need to remove all reference to us being friends on Facebook, otherwise my legal team and my new management, Globotech, will be suing the ass off you. Okay, is that all right, David? No, no. Thanks very much for calling. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. Uh, we've got other bits and pieces to talk about as well. I know some of you hanker for the phone in topics. You, 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 you sat there thinking, I want to contribute to the show. But he's not actually saying anything of any substance. Correct. I'm not. But I'm going to give you some substance. Um, here's a little thing I did on my Virgin show on last Sunday. Virgin, Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock in the morning till 1 in the afternoon. Um, and I thought it was too good to waste on those slackers. So I'm going to recycle it, which is what we're meant to do. Uh, songs that are more famous than the films they came from. Songs that are more famous than the films they came from. The Look of Love, of course, um, comes from the movie Casino Royale, the original Casino Royale. Is it true that ITV, one of the ITVs the other day, showed Casino Royale and billed it as the Daniel Craig Casino Royale, but showed the Woody Allen, Peter Sellers car crash version? Is that is that true? I think that happened. Songs... That are more famous than the films they came from, 0344 499 1000. And today, oh man, today I was, I was full of the, the joys of life and I was a little bit full of myself. I took the dog for a walk, it was a lovely sunny day, and um, I thought, oh, do you know, I'm going to drive into town to the sex shop, the computer and ex- video game exchange, um, and I'm going to buy myself a new headset for my Xbox. And I'm going to buy some Doctor Who DVDs, like Doctor Who Classic. Patrick Troughton and John Pertwee is what I was after. So I got there, and I found a parking space in the car park next to a big Land Rover. And then I thought, oh, I haven't got my wallet. So I pulled out, and I drove out of the car park, and then I thought, oh, no, I have got my wallet. So I drove back in, and I was so cocky. My cut ca- The front of my car, the sort of wing and the left wheel, hit this... Land Rover. And there was an almighty crack. And I thought, oh shit. Oh no. Oh no. And I, I, when I'm, when I, I'm, when I'm, I'm sort of wobbling a bit mentally, my driving is the thing that goes. And I thought, oh no. And there were people there and they were watching to see what I was going to do. And I got out and I saw that my car was, was quite badly scratched and a bit of the metal was bent was like bent under so my car was knackered right not knackered i mean it's, it's, it's badly scratched um and their car it didn't look damaged and i was thinking oh god what do i do and this woman kept staring at me and then she walked off and i thought right well i'm not in the mood to go and buy patrick trout and doctor who dvds katia uh, lee and mike i'll come to you in a bit um so i drove off i drove this is why i've done this a couple of times right i drove away and then I got to the bottom of the car park. I thought, I can't drive away, man. I can't do that. So I drove back to the car. And I don't think I'd done any damage to it. But I wrote them a note. I wrote a note for the car. And I wrote, um, I'm really sorry. I bumped your car. I don't think I've done any damage to it. However, if you disagree, here's my phone number. Uh, blah, 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 blah. They've not called. So one of two things happened. Either didn't actually damage their car which is cool or they got um um they got murdered when they were out shopping i don't know one of those two things has happened um but 
but my car has got this big scratch on it and a bit of the the the, the wing is bent and I'm just it really it really sent me into um and you'll get this if you've got a mental illness thing right it just sent me into a, a kind of spiral of anxiety and self-loathing and I'm just sat in the car going oh god I hate myself Oh, and I went back to the house and I could feel myself, after a few days of being up, I could feel myself sinking back down, back down. And so I texted a friend and said, oh, I feel really bad, I've done this and I know it's fine and I know I can probably get it fixed and, you know, it's just a car and all of this, but I, I, I hate myself and I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I tweeted it and loads of you were very kind to, um, you know, say, well, it's just a car and all of this. And it is, and I know it's just a car. Uh, why am I telling you this? I don't know. There's loads of little things firing off it There's about crashing into a car, about leaving a note. I'm pleased I did that. That was the right thing to do. It's always a tough thing to do. I've done that a couple of times. Um, I've never, I've never driven away from something and, and not left a note. Maybe once actually when I was really ill. Um, but I always, I, 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 I left a note. So I'm pleased I did that. And, um, that was the right thing to do. But just get that spiral. Anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that. I don't see a therapist anymore, so you guys is my therapy. Right, 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I'm holding a duck feather. Holding a duck feather. Are you? What are you holding right now? Let's speak to Katia. Katya, hello, hello, hello. Um, what are you holding right now? I'm holding my pen. Your what? My pen. Oh, what, uh, what's your favourite pen? It's a, a crystal grip. I, um, crystal grips and Alistair, I, for some reason, loads of people were tweeting me their favourite pen today, I don't know why. I don't know, I didn't uh, notice oh. occurring. So 11.20 is going to be my uh, preferred time for me to call you Friday. And what would you like to talk about? Uh, um, what do you do when you come to a new neighbourhood? Uh, do you introduce yourself to your neighbours or do you just stay shtum? I'm writing, it, I'm writing it down. Okay. Uh, okay, well, we won't talk about it now because I don't want to. No. Don't want to. Don't want to kill any conversation that we might be having. Now, you do know, Katia. You've. You. It's still up to you to phone us up before eleven twenty, so that you're eleven twenty. Boom, we go straight to you. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. Repeat. <laughs> Sorry. Did you just say? You could, I was you writing could, something with my pen, and I didn't. Your crystal, your crystal grips, and Alistair. Yeah. You, you could, you could say, repeat, please. You could say, would you, you mind repeating that, please? Mind, do, do you mind repeat, please, please repeat? Yes, I do mind. Okay. You have to phone us. Yes. Before your slot. Uh, oh. What? Uh, okay. What? Why do you sound surprised by that? That that kind of, I, that makes sense. Does it? Well, we're not going to phone you. You phone us. You don't. Yeah, I thought you phoned me back. We were flipping it. What is wrong with these idiots? Right. I'm, I'm doing, doing the best I can, and they're really annoying me. Oh. Hello, caller. Um, oh. Yes, I'm going to speak smiling, even though I'm angry. Right? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You will call us up, Katia, yes. and then we will call you back. But oh, you, you you have to call up to initiate the callback system. Is that okay? okay? 
Okay, that's grand. I'm going to do that. Okay, Katia, make sure. And by the way, if anyone misses their appointment, they will yeah. be they will be blacklisted, Tough. and um, that we will be travelling around the country over the next six months, um, executing um, all of the callers that miss their appointment, Katia. Just to flag that up. Okay. Uh, imagine, just imagine. Yes. I would like to say this sentence to you. Okay. Um, imagine. Okay. Hang on. You want me to imagine that you would like to say this sentence to me? Okay, don't Now, okay, let me imagine it. Hang on, let me imagine it. Do I need to know what the sentence is before I imagine that you would like to say it to me? Oh, no, probably not. Okay, well then let me just imagine it. Thank you. Thank I you, just... thank you, Katia. That was, okay. that was very powerful. Let's go to Lee. Good evening, Lee. All right, Ian, yeah, it's Lee from Crazy Dance. Hello, Lee. How you doing, How mate? How you doing? Good, thank yeah, you. Yeah, all right, mate. Knackered. I stayed up all night listening to you, uh, three hours of talking last night. Wait, make a phone call. Well, it's, it's three hours. If you add, add all my talking up together, it's about five minutes. The other two hours, oh, 55, yeah, was, was Danny talk, Kelly. Well, yeah, he good. Uh, like, it's all good stuff, yeah. It's no nonsense, like. It's just carried on and carried on. Yeah, I loved like, it. Absolutely loved it. What a nice, nice man. Yeah. And can I say, Bernard Breslau used to go to my mum's dentist where she worked as well, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you know shit, I'm getting my teeth done today. Um, oh, what's his name? Arthur Mullard used to go in there as well. Arthur, Arthur Mullard. Now, yeah. is it... Yes, is, me love. Yes, me love. Yeah. Well, is well. it... it, it some, some rather... Um, I'm treading carefully. Well, you can't libel the dead, but still. Didn't some rather unsavoury stories about Arthur Mullard come out after he died? Oh. Don't say that. It's one of my favourite songs, like uh, the Grease one. When yeah. He yeah. Well, in that and case... she used to come in there as well. Rini, something her name was. She used to come in there. It was like... There was an East End dentist up my end. They all come in there. Well, in that case, like I, I will not continue with the Arthur Mullard f- the story. We'll let your thoughts remain yeah. pure and innocent. Let's let that go. Let's yeah, let um, that, let can I book go. a little slot for tomorrow, please? Uh, it's Friday, Lee. Oh, yeah, I don't know what day it is. Because I stayed up, I ain't had no sleep. Because I listened to you. I started <laughs> at three. I was fighting the life out of crazy Dan. I'm sleeping in my car. He went, what the hell are you doing there at three o'clock? And yeah. started running down the road. What the heck? This is he was so opening the door. Well, he thought he was being robbed. Have you ever got... Have you, the, one of my favourite things, and I've only done it a couple of times, and it's such a joy. Uh, have you ever got in the wrong car? Oh, yeah, I've done that before. And then, like, you try and make it make out like you're just being friendly, but, yeah. you know, and there's, and there's, I, a bit I, angry. I, I've, got in, I've got in the wrong car a couple of times when it's just... There's no one there, and it's just unlocked, and it's... Oh, fine, OK. But, yeah, I've got in, the, I've got in the, the, the driver's seat of a car, and there's been someone sat in the passenger seat. And oh, I've, I've gone, what, what are you doing? In, oh, this isn't my car, is it? I'm so sorry. And then <laughs> you just get out. It's awful. Oh, no, we had a double one of that a couple of years ago down Tesco. The woman was trying to get in my car. I was trying to get in her <laughs> car, the same car. None of our keys was working. I went, oh, sorry, I think I've made a mistake. And then she dropped a whole crate of glass beer on the floor. Like, I felt terrible. Oh, no. I wheeled it back in and got a replacement for her. Oh, did you really? Yeah, a yeah. freebie? Said, oh, sorry, but, yeah. Well, yeah, they change it over if you like. We said the bag broke. Oh no, I see. Yeah. Uh, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Getting in the wrong car stories. Always, <laughs> always happy to take those. So, Lee, what time do you want Friday? Um, as early as possible because I start work at three. Uh, well, right. Well, Caddick's on at five past ten. So, how about six past ten? Yeah, that'd be all right. Um, do you want to hear the little like trailer of the story? Yeah, go on. Let's have a, let's see, we go. A little trailer. Of th- I like this. Lee's, Lee's yeah. thinking. Go on. Yeah, well, um, my girlfriend, like, texted me and said, you're on the front page of the Havering Gazette. I was like, what the hell are you on about now? Like, you know, what? Like, I feel like Victor Mildew. What's happening? I only go out about three times a year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my mother-in-law's pulled her aside. Don't tell said, me. Um, don't tell me anymore. <laughs> we'll, find out, we'll find out on Friday I, at six minutes past ten. 
Okay, I'll be ready and waiting. Thank you, mate. You got, you've got to call us, and then we call you back. Okay, then, yeah. Crazy Tan has been driving me mad all last week. He was an holiday at Centre Parks, but, like, all he's drinking his case still, and he ain't done no activities. He's been an hour and a half on the phone, video calling, singing Darren Tan, Roger Whitaker, about 90 times at night. Thanks very much for calling, Lee. I don't have no idea what that was about at the end. Um, it was Crazy Dan. Uh, I've got to... I cannot stress this enough, guys. Um, the, if, if, if you're caught for Friday show, you've got to call us before your slot and then we call you back. So let's just go through. If you're thinking, yeah, I'd love to come on Friday show, but I just don't know what, what slots are available. These are the slots that are gone. Five minutes past ten, Alan Caddick. This is Friday show. He's talking about prison food. At six minutes past ten, Lee is going to talk about the Havering Gazette. Then we got either that story goes on for an hour and a quarter. Or you can phone in and book a slot before 11.20 when Katia wants to know, what do you do when you've got a new neighbourhood? And then at 5 past 12, it's um, uh, David Nance. So, um, plenty, plenty of room there for manoeuvre. If you want to give us a call, 0344 499 1000. Mike, stay there, come to you after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Don't forget you can listen to Talk Radio uh, by retuning your DAB, um, by downloading the Talk Radio app, or of course you can go online to www.talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show tonight two ways. Um, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Hello. Or we're also streaming that on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Ian Lee. I-A-I-N-L-E-E. Hello. Uh, got some live shows coming up. I'll give you details of the live shows um, after 11, but basically London, Brighton, Scunthorpe, Hull. Those are those are the kind of the big ones. Let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. Hiya. Hiya, no, Mike. Hiya. Um... Did you know, you know you were calling Babadook a nonce? Yes. You know that's actually an acronym, it stands for something. Um, not on... Wrong. No, let's, prob- let's probably not, let's probably not, let's probably not. Oh, it's not that bad. Well, if you don't want it, I won't do it. Yes. Um, can I book a slot, please? Yes, you can. Mike, what time would you like on Friday? Can I have just after Katya? Because then the, the, the bar will be quite low, won't it? I know Katya, so that's all right to say it. Shall we say, uh, shall we say 11.31? Uh, oh, can I have 11.30 and 30 seconds? Okay, and what time, 11.30 and 30 seconds, what would, just, just, in a few words, these people giving me, like, trailers and full, you know, paragraph, just get, just a brief little synopsis of what you'd like to talk about, Mike. Well, what I'm going to do is um, write a movie script yep. for your YouTube channel yep. of an action film that would star you and I. It doesn't take more than an hour to write a full film script, does it? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Not no, an no, action one, hard. anyway. You just put car chase, gun fight, karate. That's it. It's done. Well, yeah. So and what I'll do is then I'll present you with the movie scripts um, where it will star you and I, possibly one other person. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm just going to say, you, you kind of, you know, you've, you've pretty much done the whole of Friday's phone call there, buddy. No, because I'm going to tell you what the film is. Oh, okay! Ah! 
Oh, I, I apologise. Now and then. Oh, I apologise. You're going to be you're going to be pitching a movie. I like it. Yeah. Well, now that I'm being managed by Globotech, uh, one of the biggest faceless organisations in the world. Let's just say um, there's plenty of money behind me at the moment, Mike. Plenty of money. Wonderful. I'll speak to you on Friday then. Thank you very much indeed, Michael. I really appreciate that, buddy. Let's go to Dom. Good evening, Dom. Evening, boss. You all right? I'm very, very well this evening, Dom, despite sinking into a spiral of depression earlier on today. Hey, I, I, I keep having recurring dreams, right? And the, all of my dreams at the moment are anxiety-based, because here's the thing, guys. If you're on metazapine, an anti-anxiety drug, right, what it does is it gets rid of the anxiety in the daytime, but it gives me the most anxiety-filled dreams. It's like it squeezes all of the daytime anxiety into into sleep, right? So I keep having these anxiety dreams that I've mentioned before, but then I had one last night, and I've had it quite a few times recently, where I've murdered someone, right? But I murdered a girl, but I right. murdered her quite a few years ago. But... In the dream, everything's going well. You know, I'm married and I'm, um, or I'm courting and I've got this job and all of that. And then I remember that a, a while ago I murdered a girl. And I start right. feeling really guilty that I've murdered this girl. And I just think, oh God. And then, then what happens, right, is I wake up, right, and I go, oh, that was only a dream. But then as I've woken up, I remember that actually in real life, I'd murdered a girl, right? <laughs> no, 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 listen, right? So I wake up, I go, oh, that was a, oh no, God, I really did murder a girl, though. And then I get all the guilt again, right? Here's the thing, uh, Dom, I haven't woken up. I just think I've woken up, but I'm still dreaming. Quite Inception, Mike. It, it's like Inception, man! So I wake up in the dream, but I'm still dreaming, and I, th I think, oh no, I really have murdered a girl. So I, then the guilt is even worse, right? And then I wake up for real this time. I'm actually awake for real. Yeah. And I have to work backwards for several minutes to try and work out if I've actually murdered someone at any point in my real life. And there's about five minutes where I'm in bed going, um, what did I? And then, and then eventually I pieced together that it was, it was, uh, Inception, Two Dreams Inception. Um, and I haven't actually murdered anybody, but bloody hell, man, it's so stressful. So, I've, I, if I, I could never actually murder someone because the guilt would be awful. I mean, the guilt of murdering imaginary people in my dreams is bad enough. Imagine doing it for real. I know, it'd be awesome. Uh, no, I know what you mean. It sounds like, um, it sounds like you, you've, you're going through a good patch in real life, and then you've got this... You feel guilty that you're going through a good patch, and therefore there's a big, dark secret in the past that you, you're worrying about. You can't enjoy the good because you, you think, well, the bad's about to come, sort of thing. So can, I just, can I just say, I'm going through an all-right patch at the moment, actually, because some, some things have shifted, and I can I can sort of see a tiny prick of light. It's been going through a crappy time in my, in my personal life, guys. That's none of your business. That's not going in OK Magazine or Hello Magazine or Cha 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 Magazine. Um, that's okay. private. That is private. But I can, for the first time in a long time, I can see a speck of light in the distance. But can I just flag up, for everybody that's got an Xbox One, right... Today, mm. I bought... Well, I thought I was buying Left 4 Dead, right? The zombie game. I wasn't. I was buying Left 4 Dead 2, which I don't think is good. But, um, and my family go away tomorrow for a week. So, 
add me on Xbox. My name is Michael Nesmith. Um, and we will have some wicked Left for Dead zombie game uh, shooting. Uh, Left for Dead 2, although I might buy one as well. Zombie game shooting all of next week. Um, and I might periscope bits of it. But, and here's the rub. I like team kills. I'm really into team kills. So... Then you used to, you used to get a hand grenade and go run into the middle of everyone and shout... Explode yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. You can yeah. suicide bomb. You can do all that stuff. But I just... What I like to do is if someone's annoying me, if they're in front of me, I just shoot them in the back. And they're on the floor and you go, I'll come and help you. And then you just shoot them again in the chest. And, they, and then you teabag them. I <laughs> love it. It's great fun, guys. So that's going to be happening on the Xbox One next week. Michael Nesmith, Left for Dead 2, probably by the first one as well. Look forward to seeing all you guys there. Dom, what have you got for us? Would you like to book a call on Friday? Yeah, I would, please. Can I have uh, 10.46? Yes. Unless Gafford makes a call, a reservation, and, and if he does, then I want five seconds before he's due to go on so I can take his space. Okay, and what would you like to talk about? Shoe sizes. Uh, oh, the, the first, the first um, little bit of controversy. Looks like Friday's show's going to be a little bit fiery after all. I thought it might be a little bit nicey-nicey, but it could be a little bit contentious on Friday, Dom. But a bit feisty. I look forward to talking to you. Anything else this evening, sir? Just that, you, you sparked a thing in there when you're talking, well, you're just talking about your dreams and you're waking up and you think, well, did I really do it? And you have to piece back and think, yep. oh, no, I've not yep. actually been to Wigan, so yep. it couldn't have happened. Yeah. People have gone to prison for that, you know. People have been so... Sorry? People have... People have gone for prison in, for their dreams. I don't think so, mate. No, no, dreams no, no, can no, be no. fatal. Look at Martin Luther King. We know that. That was a great, great tragedy. But... No one's gone to prison for a dream, mate. Not yet. That's something that the um, the uh, alt-left, the uh, liberal elite, the mainstream media, that's what they'd like to do. They'd love to send you to prison for, for your dreams, Don. Don, they, no. they would love to do that. But they can't. That's one, that's one space where I'm free, you liberal fascists. But one thing they have done yeah. is they've had a dream where they've imagined they've killed someone or done some, something bad pocky. Yeah. And then they've gone to the police and confessed and been put in prison for it. No, they haven't. They have. I'll find evidence and I will probably not bother tweeting you. No, I'm no sure well, don't happened. tweet me because I won't read it. Phone in with the no, evidence. No, no. But here's the. But this is this is coming from the guy who said that it wasn't Zamo who cut keys; it was Roland. So everything you say, Dom, I'm. How I'm, many I'm, times do I need to apologise, man? Oh, I've been on my knees. Yeah, you need to apologise a lot more, buddy. Um, no, you, the thing is, there'd be no, there would be no body. Yeah, but habeas corpus doesn't actually matter when it comes to... People, if, if the police have got a way of clearing up a figure and someone confesses and said they right. did it... So someone phones up and says, I'm, I murdered my wife. Right? I, go, I go to the police and say, I murdered my wife, right? But I've just dreamt it. But I go, I've murdered my wife, yeah? They if arrest me murdered, and yeah. I get sentenced to, to life imprisonment. But meanwhile, my wife is at home looking after the kids. But if you've read in the paper about a woman that was murdered on a moor uh, in 1987... And then you have a dream that you did it, and you go and yeah. confess. There's no physical evidence there. They've just got your confession to go off. It's a very specific reference there, Dom. Just look into that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, first hour's almost over. I don't feel like we've achieved anything. Uh, th- th- this here we go. Now we go, now we're cooking, Kyle. Now we're cooking, Kyle. Good evening, boss. You're right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Would you like to book a slot on Friday's show? Uh, I would, please. Yeah. What time do you want? Eleven uh, forty. 11, for, 11 is really shaping up to be um, an hour with a lot of calls. Kyle, and what would you like to talk about on Friday, Kyle? 
Well, I think maybe this is how it a bit started. Uh, DWP. D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Department of Work and Pensions. Uh huh. This is exciting, man. Friday's show really is looking like a, an absolutely cracking. Hey, have you heard about the radio locking we've been allowed to do? Uh, no, is that happening? It's happening. Boss, boss emailed me. He said, yeah, go on, let's try it, and we'll talk about it the day after. Not this week, not next week. When Kath comes back, we get, we're allowed to have a radio lock-in, and the show is allowed to stay on air as long as we can be bothered. Do you know what, sw- what I think swang it for us, Kyle? Go on. I said to him, we might stay on for half an hour, or we might stay on until Paul Ross comes on. But don't worry, you won't have to pay us any more money. Well, that, you see, that's, that's a win-win, isn't it? Well, it's a win-lose. It's a win-lose. Oh. It's a win for, for boss. It's kind of a lose for me. And my agent sent me an email and said, Ian, you are the worst business negotiator I've ever, <laughs> I've ever met. But you know what, Kyle? I just love my job so much. I just love it so much. My well, you'll still play adverts and things, won't you? Oh, God, we'll play adverts. Yeah, we'll make oh, our we'll own make, adverts. We'll yes. make money. Yes. We'll make it back. What, what I reckon we might do, though, is if we make it to, like, about half past two one morning, we just, um, because the bosses will be long gone to sleep, right, and all the people, the, the um, creeps that grass me up to Ofcom, that <laughs> grass me up to Ofcom, right, they'll be asleep. So, from about half past two, imagine about half past two on a Wednesday morning, we start selling soul and goods, we start selling drugs, we, um start um doing uh we 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 sort of do like the dark web on the radio we sell uh weapons um we have um we give out advice on how to make weapons you know do you know what i mean we kind of make the dark web because no one will be listening really apart from your hardcore nut jobs well, i think that's all right yeah that didn't, that didn't entice people wouldn't it, it plus the stoners it caters it caters to a market kyle and that's that we're in a we're in a commercial business what can i say man I like it. I'm liking it. Carl, thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. That's an hour of the show down. Have we achieved anything? I don't think so yet, guys. I don't think so. I feel like we're just kind of warming up a little bit. And this is what I'm like off the caffeine. Imagine what I, what I used to be like on the bloody caffeine. I've had a, all I've had today, caffeine wise, is a half and half. Half decaf, half real coffee. That was it. I had that uh, about midday. That is it, guys. Um, uh, so this is, this is, this is pure, um, adrenaline. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, you can call in, talk about, um, car crashes, leaving notes on other cars, getting in the wrong car, songs that are more famous than the films they came from. Uh, also, uh, you can phone in and book your slot and your topic for Friday's show. This is how Friday's show is shaping up so far. Five minutes past ten, Alan Caddick will be talking about prison food. Six minutes past ten, Lee is going to talk about the Havering Gazette. Ten forty-six. Oh, it's, um, who's talking about shoe sizes? Was that Dom? I think that was Dom. We'll put down Dom anyway. Dom can talk about that. 11.20, it's Katia. What do you do when you uh, come to a new neighbourhood? 11.30, it's Mike with his movie script. 11.40, Kyle talking about the DWP. And at 12.05, it's David Badcock. It's going to be a busy show. Plenty of spaces there, guys. Plenty of spaces. If you want to be part of the uh, the, the laugh riot, then I, I really... If you phone up Friday and you're not on the list, I'm sorry, you won't be coming in. Although, you know, if you phoned up at 10.45 and pretended to be Dom, 
You know what I mean? 0344 499 Now's a great time to call, as there are no calls on the switchboard. You'll speak to Emma. She'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. This is The Late Night Alternative. I am Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh, man, alive. Um, so much to uh, talk about. Not really. 0344 499 Do give us a call, The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording.
my guitar solo. I'll do, I'll do the harmony. Alive. So here's the thing. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Seriously, can I ask you a question, guys? Right. Who gives a shit about Big Ben's bongs? Seriously. Who cares? Right. There's there's um, uh, a rise of, of Nazism and fascism. There is an incompetent president who's taking us to the, 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 the brink of nuclear war in a dick-measuring competition. There is the car crash that is Brexit, and we are all screwed, right? And everyone's got, oh, Big, Big Ben's bongs, front page, two, the last two front pages of the Daily Mail, Britain's worst newspaper. Today... Bong, now a Big Ben climb down. Oh, for crying out loud, do you know why they're stopping the bongs, right? You know why they're stopping them? Because um, there are going to be people doing renovations on it, right? And if, here's the thing, if you're near the bong when it happens, it's really loud. And um, it's health and safety. And not the, the stupid health and safety that doesn't actually exist that said kids can't climb trees or play conkers. Actual proper health and safety that was introduced to protect workers who probably aren't earning that much money from serious injury, right? So if you um, are working near Big Ben's bongs, right, and it goes off, you could go deaf or you could get tinnitus. I've got tinnitus. Why? Because I'm an idiot and I do this job and I have my headphones too loud. I've, I, I've always had my headphones too loud, and I've got tinnitus, right? But that is because I'm an idiot, right? And I knew that that was probably, there was a strong chance that was going to happen, right? But these poor saps that are working in Big Ben, um, th- why should they be put at risk of their hearing being impaired? Oh, they should wear ear defenders. Sorry? They should wear ear defenders. Right, okay. So you're working up a bit of scaffold, right? You're, you're working up high, okay? And um, your mate is down below, and he can see that you're going to fall back, right? He shouts up at you. Oh, you're going to fall back! But can't hear you. You've got the, head, the headphones on. Or if you're at the top, right? And you kick a spanner off by mistake over the scaffolding. And you shout down to your mate, I'm look out! Well, he can't hear you because you've got the ear defenders on. So, who cares about Big Ben's bongs? There are so many more important things in the world. And listen, just because they're important things doesn't mean that we can't focus on small things as well. We can care about lots of different things. But Big Ben's bongs are not important. They're really, really not important. No, we're not going to lose any money from um, tourism. People go, ah, oh, I was going to go to London, but um, 
maybe we should go in 2021 when Big Ben's bongs are back. Maybe, maybe, we'll, we'll, it just won't be the same. I can't even remember, and I work in London. I, if I lean out the window, I can, I'm around the corner a bit and have a periscope, you know, the kids' periscope. If I go on the roof of this building, I can see Big Ben. I don't, I don't remember the last time I heard Big Ben's bongs. I lived in London for years. I don't know when I heard Big Ben's... Who gives a stuff about Big Ben's bloody bongs? Front page of the Daily Mail. MPs who signed off facelifts say they didn't know about Bell's four-year silence and pledge will think again by Larissa Brown, the political correspondent. No, she's not. She's the flipping bong correspondent. MPs are set to review the bonkers Big Ben plan after claiming they didn't know the famous bell would be silenced for four years. It's not bonkers. It's health and safety in its truest sense in that it is protecting the health and ensuring the safety of people. Three parliamentary committees are said to have agreed on the work before it was given final approval by the House of Commons uh, Commission, chaired by John Burko. But last night, MPs insisted they had no idea they were signing off on a plan that would silence the Great Bell's bongs for four years because of health and safety concerns. They expressed anger at the length of time allocated to refurbish the Elizabeth Tower, which will silence the bells to protect workers from hearing damage. With Tory MP Nicholas Soames saying, tell those poor little darlings to put headphones on. Up yours, Nicholas Soames! Up yours, you on your however much money. How much do, do, do MPs get? With however much money you get, plus your expenses, you're probably getting significantly more than those poor little darlings that are going to go and fix that bloody stupid clock and fix that bell and do whatever it is they got to do to them. So don't you patronise them by saying tell them to put some headphones on the poor little darlings. Why don't you get your finger out of your ass and go and do some proper work? Focus on some real issues. Tell us how we're going to get through. Bre- Brexit, to try and stop that racist, fascist ass from America coming over here on a visit next year. Go and working out what we can do to make sure that we don't need to have food banks in this country. Instead of saying, oh, tell the poor little darlings to put some headphones on. It's not safe to work with sound defenders when you're up and down, you muppet. Brexit Secretary David Davis also waded into the row, saying that stopping the chimes was mad and urging... And Brexit isn't? Really? <laughs> That's not mad? and urging the parliamentary estates authorities to just get on with it. In the face of the growing revolt, Liberal Democrat MP Tom Brake, the spokesman for the Commons, turned to page six. Clear on Paul, I'll come to you in a bit. Hang on a minute. Uh, commission said he would ask for the plans to be reviewed. Um, um, Don't worry, though, guys. The Daily Mail have come up with ways that we can preserve the bongs. Record... This is... This is... (laughs) This is how you can do it. Record Big Ben's chimes. (laughs) Record Big Ben's chimes and play them via loudspeakers in Parliament Square. The concentrated noise level would be lower, but the sound of the bells would continue. Make the bells chime at an interval other than every 15 minutes, reducing the builder's exposure to the sound. 
I mean, just these smug millionaires telling working people, you know, I'm lucky, I've got a few quid, I'm not a millionaire, and I'm, I'm, these smug millionaires telling people, oh, just get on with it, hang on a minute, their lives, their lives are, are at risk, their hearing is at risk, just because you want to hear silly bell bonging away, you muppets, 0344 499 1000, sorry about that, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, these things happen, Cleo Paul comes to you after this, this is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000. Paul's on the line. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Paul. What, what, what nonsense and lies have you come to tell us tonight? Well, I'm worried about the condition of your soul, mate. That rap was a bit weird that he just embarked on. I think you got the wrong end of the stick on reality, mate. What matters in reality is the small things. That's what consoles our soul. But the big things that you were like, that's Jesus with Trump. That's all waffle. That's all just pie in the sky nonsense. We want to hear the chimes of Big Ben. We want to hear. You live in Liverpool. When, when, when have you heard the chimes of Big Ben? Every time I go to. Is this, is this another one of your lies about your video, like your video is getting a million downloads and stuff? Is this another one of your bullshine phone calls? It's not a lying. I've got more than a million. I've had a million now on multiple occasions. Let's 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 have a look. What? Where's the video? Let's see. Let's see the stats. No, I won't give it no. Cause no, because you haven't. Because you have videos of not had a million downloads, you muppet, multiple, multiple times. Why come on and lie, Paul? Because I'm telling the truth, and I'm I, just not going to give you show me. the details of the truth. Show me the video. Uh, well, I could do. Go on then, where's the video? Show to. me the video with the stats and I'll apologise. And you were exhibiting what of aggressive left-wing authoritarianism. Oh, oh Paul, you are, aggr- you are displaying <laughs> signs of being an absolute fantasist. Aggressive, no, actually, less, uh, aggressive left-wing authoritarianism. What? Because I think that the people complaining about Big Ben's bongs uh, going for a few years uh, uh, are tr- uh, getting excited about something trivial that actually has an impact on workers' lives. People could go deaf or get tinnitus as a result of those bongs carrying on, mate. I, you know, the church bells ring when it goes to like three o'clock, four o'clock. I mean, that to me, that's what England's all about. The these aren't church bells. bells. The these, these aren't church bells, Paul. But they're based on church bells. Ian. No, but the, the, these aren't church bells. There will be people within that tower when those bells are supposed to go off. I don't want people's hearing to be impacted because I know how bad that can be for people. They just wear earmuffs. There's no problem with that. No, there, there, there is a problem with that though, because if you're working up a tower, you, you need to be able to you need to be able to hear what people are saying. And if you are wearing earmuffs, you can't hear what people are saying. You're, you've not thought this through, Paul. But you agree. And then you come on with you like come on you come on them. telling lies about videos getting a million downloads, They're accusing me of being ideas. accusing Ian, me. Listen, listen. I accusing me of being a left-wing liberal authoritarian. No, what? Just no, because I disagree with you. Just because I disagree with you and show some passion. You're insane, man. You're insane. No, no, you, you only tolerate left-wing opinions, and That's just strange. No, I, don't, I tolerate right-wing opinions. I challenge right-wing opinions because I disagree with them. You just, them. Cut, them off. You just when, cut them off before they're when, allowed to develop. Hang on a minute. When has, when has someone phoned in with... A, first of all, I will challenge them because I disagree with them, which is my right as free speech. But um, w- w- yeah, when, so when have I cut someone off for, for expressing right-wing opinions? Well, I cut I, you I off for being racist. Oh, I mean, I mean, this racist thing, you just throw it around like no, bloody no, confetti. No, but when you say racist things, Paul, which you have done, I've cut you off for that, yes. No, yes, I've done that. The term, 
The term racist is the favourite term of aggressive left-wing no, authoritarians no, it's, it's who the, want to shut down any freedom of speech. The argument of the, the, the argument against freedom of speech is often the argument of freedom of the argument of freedom of speech being curtailed is the is the best argument that racists often play. Yeah, but this term racist is just a label. What the hell does it mean? Well, can well, you find that term? Yes, I can. A racist well, is someone who says yes. something derogatory about other races in a hurtful, nasty manner, which you have okay, done on this okay. show before. You, you've limited that to other races, right? But they can be derogatory about other people, other ideas, other views. No, no, I'm, ta- no, no, I'm talking about race. I'm, when I say racist, I mean racist. I don't mean right wing. I mean racist. I'm very specific. I, I'm not. I'm not one no, of these but... people that, that that uses words willy nilly. I'm very thoughtful about the words. I use words are my tool. When I call someone a well, racist, it's because they've been racist. If a northerner says they don't like southerners, is that racist? No, of course not. We're talking about no. So, so you just limit it specifically I'm, to race. Yes, I'm limited. Guess, get this, Paul. I am limiting yeah. the word racist specifically to race. Yes, I am. Yeah. So if if ever if, if, if like a, a a Pakistani man rapes a white girl, is that racist? No, it's a rape. It's a sexual crime. It's a rape. No, because they're white, though, is it, if it's a racially motivated rape. Uh, well, if it's a racially motivated rape, yes, then that's racism, yes. Now, if a lot of Pakistani men rape a lot of white girls and it's all racially Why motivated... Why are you painting this horrible image? In the, it, we've had a fun show and now you're talking about rape. What? You're a very peculiar gentleman, Paul. You get very... <laughs> yes, if a lot of Pakistan... If you want to do this, we'll do it. If a lot of Pakistani men rape a lot of white girls because they are raped, then yes, that is a racially motivated sexual crime. Yes. What, what, are, you, what are you getting at? Why are you, why are you bringing the image of rape up? Because uh, I, I was reading about Sarah Champion. She, I liked her, and she'd just been kicked out of the cabinet by Corbyn, although she said she resigned. Right. And, well, uh, what has that got? I don't understand. Why, but why have you tainted this show with an image of, of, of group rape? You're a very peculiar man, Paul. I don't get you sometimes. I, I'm trying to get you back focused on reality. No, I, I, you, you don't like my definition like of racism. You don't like my definition of racism. You don't use it like that, Ian. You throw around a lot no, more casually than that. No, mate. I don't. I've listened to you for a while. No, I now. don't, Paul. You, you've, you've not listened. You're a ah, fantasist. On, you're lying now, Ian. Paul, Paul, you're a liar. You're a fantasist and a liar, and it's fine. And I like you calling no, in, no, but you talk listen. rubbish. I use the term, Paul, I use the term, I use the I use the term racism when I'm speaking about racism. I'm not one of these, these people. I don't think there are as many people as you think there are, but I'm not one of those people that thinks everyone on the right is, is racist. Of course not. So when I say, when I call someone a racist, I mean that they are racist. I'm very specific about the words I use. It's my job. But I think everyone on the left is racist though. Well, there you go, you see. Well, you're, there you're talking about, they're talking about the brushing with a broad brush, Paul. Talk about know, brushing with a broad brush. That's insane. I'm trying to give you a reasoned debate and you're, you're going off into fantasy land again. No, because it seems to be like it did sort of self-loathing on the left. I no, mean, you've tried to, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Races. You've tried to pin this on me and you realise it's not sticking, so now you're pinning it on other people. Talk to me, talk to me. Uh, we, everyone knows you use that term very casually. And you use it no, all they the don't. Time. It's almost comical. No, they don't. When was the last time I used it? I, I hardly use that term at all because it's a very serious accusation. I'm well, using it on you because you've been on the show and you've said racist things yeah. before. So that's well, why I'm give using me an it on you. Example of the racist thing I've said. Give me one example. Yeah, wasn't it? You, you made up a story um, about when you nine eleven. And you came I out in the street, up, you came out in the street, and, and there no were... evidence to say I what, made that up. What whatsoever. did you say? Was it, I can't remember if it was Arabs or Muslims or brown people, but they were all high-fiving each other. on the street, 
when the uh, you said you came out of your house and everyone was high-fiving each other i didn't say everyone i said there were arabs and blacks high-fiving and smiling i don't believe you i don't believe you i think that is a lie and i'm calling you out as a racist liar you've got no evidence to to say that what i'm saying is not true you've got no evidence whatsoever paul it didn't happen mate and listen if you want to carry on saying it did that's great but we know it we know it didn't happen we know it didn't happen i don't take drugs mate my mind is clear my memory is crystal i don't take drugs paul remember it. I don't well, take, you take medication then. I mean, you want to give it a different label. You yeah, know no, yeah, I'm on medication for my depression, and, but that, that doesn't stop me. Drug, that doesn't. Sorry. That's a type of drug. Any medication. Yeah, takes yeah exactly. But you, when, when, when we say no, drug, Paul, Paul when we say you take drugs, the implication is it's street drugs, and you know that. That's common parlance. No, no. Right? The I take is, medication that stops me wanting. Is. I take medication that helps me with my suicidal feelings, my feelings of low self-esteem and anxiety. Okay, and I'm very proud. I'm very proud to put my hands up and say yes. I take prescribed medication that has saved my life. That's got absolutely nothing to do with you phoning in and making up racist lies and me calling all you drugs, out on them. All drugs are mind-bending, Ian, whether they're legal or you illegal. You haven't got now, a clue what you're talking clear, about. Right? You haven't Ian. got a clue. It's not because your, you your, your mind is polluted. Your mind is polluted <laughs> with a made-up book from several hundred years ago. Your mind is polluted by being a born-again Christian. So there is pollution everywhere. Now, I don't necessarily think that being a Christian or being of any faith necessarily pollutes people. But if you're going to accuse my medication of, of uh, affecting my worldview, then I can use your drug as uh, affecting your worldview. Now, of course, I don't think that. I don't think Muslims or Christians or Jews that they 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 remember Muslims. stuff differently because of their because of their stuff. But but sometimes you come on and you don't talk some utter utter guff. You make stuff. I know, but up. I'm trying to take the wind out of your sails, Ian, because you, you it's not worked. It's failed these, miserably. Uh, if anything, you've blown wind ranting. into my sails. I know, but you're ranting. It's just, it's, it's nonsensical. We're not interested in Trump. Tr- Nazism doesn't affect us. All this Brexit stuff. Mate, Nazism does affect us. Nazi- racist, you don't care things. because you're a racist. Nazism yeah, does I'm affect us. Reality, Ian. You live I'm not in- living on this bogus global mega world. I'm living in the small things of reality, and that's what matters to people. But what that's do you really think about people marching along, world. doing the Zeke Heil salute, and saying we will not be replaced by Jews? You don't think we should we should get a, a little bit hot under the collar about that? It's comical, isn't it? Whoa, whoa, Paul! 1945. Paul! You just... It's comic it's, it's comical that a group of white men were, were doing Nazi salutes and saying we will not be yeah, replaced by Jews. That's comical, is it, Paul? It's Charlie Chaplin-esque. It's nonsense, isn't it? Just nonsense. They're just trying to... They're just provoking wow. people. And they provoke Paul, you. Why are you You have Why lost any, any respect that the listeners might have had for you. And I, hey, I was... I was, I I was holding back... Now, no, mate. You've lost it. You can't... Respect, you can't call... You know I'm being realistic. Paul, You're living in this intangible Paul, world of, of big Paul, ideological Paul, fantasies. Paul. They don't exist, Paul, you, We you, want the Paul, bells back. We want the chimes. Paul. You, you can't you can't label Jew haters as comical because lo- well, millions I mean, of Jews died. Of Jew haters, we know that they've been already been exposed for their yeah. anti-Semitism. Millions of Jews, millions of Jews you died. You vote for the Jew haters, Ian. You vote for the real Jew haters, mate. Corbyn's a Jew <laughs> hater. You vote for him. <laughs> You're actually insane. 
You're actually you insane. insane. If this is what religion <laughs> does to you, thank God that I, I'm, I'm, don't believe in any of that nonsense. Because you're one of the meanest, what? craziest people what? I've ever spoken what? to. Yeah, but I'm a happy guy, though. And that's the main. Yeah, thing. because I, you're, I, you I think Jew haters are comical. You think that's funny? No, I think real Jew haters like Corbyn are very insidious people. But you vote for them, Ian. But these people who are marching now and making no idea. You've got no idea who I voted for. And and okay, you think Nazis are a laugh ball? Well, thanks very much for your call. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> what an ass! And he goes off laughing. Just for a second, think. Right. He's upset that Big Ben is going to lose its chimes. But he thinks a group of white privileged men doing zig heils and saying we will not be replaced by Jews as comical, as funny. I mean, as as Chaplinesque said, that's funny. Um, if you're Jewish, how funny is that? Just, just you know, because I'm not Jewish and I'm not laughing. I wasn't laughing at the, at, at, at the Nazis. And they're actual Nazis. they got swastika tattoos. They're doing that. they got their arm up there. They're saying we will not be replaced by Jews. The blood and soil thing, I didn't know what that meant. That's about black people. That's about slaves. The blood and soil, soil thing. That's about slaves, it turns out. I heard on the radio today. Um, yeah, I don't find that funny. Maybe my, um, maybe my sense of humour is a little bit... A little bit, little bit off kilter, but I don't find Jew haters funny. I find it quite scary. I find it quite scary um, because Jew haters often hate blacks, quite often hate gays. Um, they'll find a reason to hate me. I don't tick any of those boxes, but I'm sure they'll find a reason to hate me at some point. Um, Really, really shocked by Paul's call there. Really shocked. And, um, yeah. Yeah. That's left a really nasty taste in my mouth. Let's, t- let's, let's take a break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. I'm, um, I'm genuinely shocked by that call. Paul did tell a story recently. I didn't really call him out on it. Um, about him. he lives in Liverpool, and um, on nine eleven he went out in the street, and blacks and Arabs were high fiving. He said there there was a party atmosphere. I don't believe it. He's talked about um, his videos getting over a million views several times. I don't believe it. Um, I do believe it when he says he thinks that people who hate Jews are funny, though. I be- unfortunately, I believe that that man's a Christian. And of course, I was being slightly flippant. I don't think I, you know. I've, I, I know I lost a job because I argue with a Christian once. I've got. Um, I'm an atheist. Um, or I'm agnostic. I can never remember which one I am. Anyway, um, I've not got a problem with any religion whatsoever. Christian, Jew, Muslim, Sikh, whatever. If that, listen, if it works for you, man, then that's great. And that is fantastic. Um, uh, and that was a cheap shot, me kind of calling him out. But he called out my, my prescription medication, my uh, venlafaxine and my metazapine that has saved my life, um, implying that it was was clouding my judgment. That's why I mentioned his religion. Maybe it was a cheap shot. And I, I apologize for that. Um, and I've, I've really tried to avoid talking about Charlottesville because I want this show to be fun and laughs and all having a good time. Um, but that's really got to me. The, the, the fact that people are more upset about a clock not going ding dong, ding dong for a few years, um, 
than... <laughs> we will not be replaced by Jews while they're doing a Nazi salute. That's funny, man. That's funny, according to Paul. I failed to see the humour. Um, let's go to Sam. Evening, Sam. Hi, Ian. How's it going? Um, I'm a little bit angry now. and I, I was having Me a good too, time. frankly. Go on. Well, I think, Paul, can I swear on it or not? Um, but let, let best, best not. Let, let, let's err on the side of caution here. Can, can I say knob? You can say knob, yes. Well, he pulls a knob, frankly. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm, from a disabled person point of view, I'm disabled, and Nazism is probably the most disgusting, vile thing, you know, the world's ever seen. Yeah. It, it, I mean, let, let, let's talk about what they did to disabled people. I yeah, mean, yeah. Oh, you, you, oh, you were all killed as well. That, that doesn't get mentioned enough. You were all killed. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it was vile. I mean, you know... Gypsies, gays, Jews, some blacks as well. Everyone, yeah, they did it. We aren't part of the Aryan race. Boom! We're going to get rid of you. You know, and I mean, it's quite upsetting when people have those sort of views and they think it's OK to talk about them, frankly. How did you... Because, listen, I've, 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 I've deliberately not mentioned what happened in Charlottesville on the show because I want it to be fun yeah. and light. But we, we're there now, so let's have yeah. it. Um and I've 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 deliberately not gone too far into the rabbit hole w- with it. Yeah. I've, I've I've seen bits, I've read bits, and I, 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 how, how, how do you feel seeing that footage of those those um, idiots in in their car keys what, and the salutes and all stuff? How did it make you feel? Well, I think it's disgusting. I, I feel well. I, I think the world has gone to crap. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think and you've got President Trump. Listen, my wife's Californian, right? Yeah, and. She's just ashamed of her country. She's absolutely ashamed of it. That the, the, a they voted in this absolute moron. Yeah. You know, and, and the way he's behaving, and the fact that so many American people support him, and it's, it's absolutely shocking, and disgusting. You've got a man of that caliber. I say caliber in, in the lowest possible form. Um, and what an absolute moron. What? You know, and, and he's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. It and is. what he's doing in North Korea. I mean. It's, and here's and the what, thing: what if we if we think those 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 jokers that it's, it's a joke and it's it's comical, it's funny. It's nothing to do with us. It's funny. If we think it's, that, it's right? Funny. Well, if, if we think that, and then the group gets a bit bigger over there, and then it start starts happening in more metropolitan areas because I believe Charlottesville. I don't know it, but I believe it's 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 fairly it's rural. Yeah, I mean. But then I it mean, means then 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 if people listening to this go, oh, hang on a minute, that guy thinks that Nazis are funny. Well, I've got a swastika tattoo that I've never told anyone about, and I actually I hate the Jewish um, run media and the millionaire Jews. I'm going to do a little protest through my town in England about Jews and blacks. It, it just empowers people and. If we don't keep our guard up, then we're going to have it over here, and it's going to be a problem. It, it, I mean, it, it will. Uh, listen, so, um, Nazism isn't com- confined to the US. It's not confined to Germany, or well, it, it's all over. Yeah. And it's growing and it's spreading, and it's and it's institutionalized as well. I mean, it's, it's within people in Parliament. Let's not think there aren't people in, in government that don't have these views. They do. Well, I you don't know. Well, maybe. Not, I don't know. But I, and I just want to say again, I'm, I, I, I've not got any problem with any religion, man, because all religions, are, as far as I can tell, are about peace and love and um, just being groovy to people. So when I when I mentioned Paul's religion, that was a cheap shot brought up out of anger because of his his his, um, his mention of my medication, but also just to kind of prove a point that his point was nonsense. So if anyone was offended by that, then I, I, well, I, I do apologise. On, on that point, Ian, yes. I, I think you know you you are very brave to to. Um, 
come out and say that. And, and that um, subject has touched my life personally. Um, I, I won't go into it. it it's, it's a family member, and, and she's very brave, and she goes through an, an awful lot. And yeah. I, I think, um, you know, there's no shame at all in taking medication. No. No, it's like if you had cancer, you go and get chemo or radiotherapy. You got asthma, you go and take what is it, Ventolin? Um, uh, you know, and I, I'm, and I, I, here's. Can I tell you? Can I tell you something, Sam? I d- we don't know each other. Can, I'm going to speak intimately with you, right? So yeah. I'm on these pills, and I'm, I'm on the Venlafaxine, um, and I've not been on it for long. And I went to the dentist, uh, the dentist. I went to the uh, pharmacist, Boots, right, yeah. to get my repeat prescription. And the lady said, "Oh, you've been on these for a few months now. Have you got time to have a ch- uh, chat?" with the pharmacist about the medication and i said yeah yeah sure okay fine so the pharmacist came around and she's a very young lady um uh, uh, and it's it's relevant i'm saying she's about i guess 25 26 and it's it's relevant we go into this tiny little room and she sits down and she goes i just just want to check that how you're feeling with these drugs how i said well you know it's working you know i don't want to kill myself as much so i'm I'm glad i'm on them she's okay and we chatted for a bit she said are there any side effects and i I'm, I, I, you know, I, after years in therapy and going to groups and stuff, I kind of share stuff. And I said, um, this is, this is, this is confidential, isn't it? Yeah. She went, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, this isn't, uh, uh, no, I the radio, but she said, she said, <laughs> she said, yeah, it's confidential. I said, right, well, I can't ejaculate. And she went, yes, yes. And fair play to her. She sat in a room with a middle-aged, overweight man going, I can't ejaculate. She goes, yes, yes. Well, um, it is a common, um, side effect with uh with the, the metazapine and um yeah. if you you know she said something like um uh keep going you keep going you might get there in the end or something like that <laughs> and i'm thinking oh i wish i hadn't said this she just you know she goes this is just the box ticking exercise um but um so so there we go boy boy oh boy was i glad to find out that I'm, as I think Dan described it on Twitter, it's like you're running a really good marathon, but they keep moving the finishing line. Um, and at my age, I just can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. Anyway, I, I feel I I've, I've shared too much there, Sam. But I appreciate you calling and, and um, putting your side of the story. Thank you, man. No, you take care. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Stephen. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Stephen. I just want to say. Um, that bloke, Paul. Yep. He's a door handle. <laughs> no, not a door handle. What's the one in twist? A, do- a, a, a knob. That's it. Yep. He's a knob. Okay. Right. I'd like to book a slot for a Friday if I can. Oh yes, of course you can, Stephen. What time do you want? I forgot that. Um, eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. Yeah. And what would you like to talk about? Uh, kill it, feed it, or ignore it. Kill it. Oh, I've got a fox. Oh, this is good. Don't, don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore, Stephen. This is going to be a great one. Now, remember, you've got to phone us before then, and then we call you back, okay? Of course okay? I will. Of course. Nice one, Stephen. Thank you, mate. And can I just say... Yeah? You're on me Tazzy Pain, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm on Seracol. Yeah. Which is slightly more stronger. Ooh. And I admire you talking about what you, you, you take and how you are. Thank you. And you're a little bit insecure about your program. Yes, very. It is effing brilliant. Thank Every you. single night, ten to one, I listen to it. Stephen, you're a very kind man. You're, you're a very sad man, but I appreciate your call. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It finishes at one at the moment, but um, not this week, not next week. But after that, we've had we've had the thumbs up uh, for um, radio lock in. Um, if if the show's going well at one o'clock, 
We don't have to finish it at one o'clock. We can carry on. Cleo, you've been waiting for ages. You'll be the next call. I promise. Then it'll be Nigel from Aidstone. Oh, God. 0344 499 This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, line four, what do you want? Hello? Bottle it. I, I knew it. I knew it. Withheld number. Bottled it. If they, if that withheld number comes again, I'm grabbing it. Um, good evening, Cleo. Good evening, gorgeous. What's that buzz? Oh, I'm not buzzing again, am I? There's a massive buzz hum. Do you know what? I'm sick of this flipping phone of mine. I, I think maybe it's your head. Are, are you are you part magnet? <laughs> are you? I, I do have a, an element of magnetism. Um, to be said. Well, um, oh, let's um, okay. Go on. Let's see how we get on with it. But geez, man, it's like. Ah, blame Thatcher. Well, yeah. Um, I'm glad you had those two people between me and Paul because I was in a flipping rage with yeah, yeah. one of the slutty face purple. Anyhow, yes. This bong thing. Yes. Like you said... Oh, man, this buzz is... This buzz is awful! This buzz man. What are you doing? Hit him! Wait a minute. You know what I might be? Is that better? Yes. What have you done? Do you know what it was? Is this, was it a speaker or something? The, no, no, no. The power inserted at the same time. Oh, the, power. the power cable. Because it was running out of battery power. Okay. Anyway. Yes, Cleo. Um, I had this image when you were on about, when you just went on about bong, 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 and yes. big Ben's bong of a, yes. a lad called Ben, a stoner, listening to the programme, opening a head shop yes. called Big Ben's Bongs, what? and developing his own bong in the shape of Big Ben, although the clock is technically not called Big Ben, is it? It's the tower. But, but bongs in the shape of uh, Big Ben probably exist already, I would have thought. Possibly. Well, I've, I've uh, heard of long-chambered... Well, I, I never, bongs, I've never yeah. used a bong. It was buckets in my day, but anyway. No. See, I don't do tobacco. So don't do drugs, kids. No. Don't do drugs. And if you do, make sure you, make sure you have fun. I'm joking! It's a joke! <laughs> it's a joke. Anyway. Yes. Tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I like to book a slot. Well, you can't. And why is that? Because we're not booking slots for tomorrow. Oh, it's Friday, man, isn't it? Flipping heck, man, Jesus. Yes! I was thinking it was, I was being pedantic, I was thinking it was past midnight and it's not because... What time I'm would you cool. like, Cleo? I would like, after the 11 o'clock news, so it's usually about 11 or 4, 11 isn't it? Oh, 4, Cleo, and what would you like to talk about? Well, I've been given, um, a survey from the RSPB... To do a bird watch Birds. for a day. Yes. So I'd like to give you the results of that and discuss the decline of garden birds in oh, the CM and County Durham area. Sounds so dull. I look forward to that, Cleo. Brilliant. Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to Nigel. Evening, Nigel. Evening, evening, Ian. Yeah. All right. Hey. Uh, have you been up Big Ben? Um, uh, do you know I haven't been up Big Ben? I'd love to. No, I, I haven't either. No. It's, it must be a long way up. <laughs> well, I don't, is that a joke? Um, no, no, no. But you laughed. Yeah, well, it is funny, isn't it? Not really. 
No, I mean, it must be a long way to... a lot of steps, mustn't it? Yeah. Little steps. Yeah, well, it's... They, they haven't got a lift. I, 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 I don't I, think they've installed a lift in Big Ben, if I'm... No. If, if memory serves me right. No, there's no... There's no programme when they were mending the clock. Yes. Once, and, um, uh, they had to stum- go up the steps. Yeah, they had to go walk. a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, and the thing is, so that's bad, because you mm. couldn't get someone in a wheelchair up there, so that's disabledist. No. So, really, Big Ben should be closed down. Yeah, because it, not everyone can get up not there. Not everyone can get up there. But they've, they used it in a lot of films, haven't they? The 39 Steps. Was that Big Ben? Did, did you ever see the 39 Steps? No. Oh, I think... Well, it, it, I don't think a, the, 39, the 39 Steps weren't Big Ben, though. Uh, the remake was with um, that... Oh, what's his Jesus. name? I can't remember. Oh, Robert Powell, yeah, Robert Powell. Je- oh, Jesus, I was right, yeah, with, with Jesus. He was Jesus, wasn't he? Yes, Robert Powell, yeah, he was a great actor. But he was my generation's in... Christ. He hasn't been, yes, he hasn't been in films for a long time, has he? I don't think... Is he still alive? Who's laughing in the background? Not, not me. No, it's a television probably oh. behind the door. Yeah. Uh, is he still alive, Robert, Robert Powell? Robert Powell is still alive, yes. Really? Well, I haven't seen him in many movies recently, or anything. No. Uh, I, I need. I, I want to wish uh, a friend on Facebook happy birthday. A is lady it, called. Is it Miley Cyrus? No, Lauren Smith. Happy birthday to her because I asked her to listen to the show. Okay. Especially. Yep. So ha- have a nice birthday, Lauren, and I uh, hope you ha- heard this message. Happy birthday to you from Nigel from Maystone. She asked me to do a jingle for her, but I haven't got anything a song prepared. Can you not just uh, make one up on the spot for her, Nigel? Like, I could just sing a happy birthday, couldn't I? You could do that, yeah. Now that it's out, now yeah, that it's out of cop- now it's out of uh, the legal minefield of copyright, we can all sing happy birthday <laughs> and not yeah, pay any together. royalties. Together. I won't. I won't join in. But could you yeah. do it? Could you do like a funky version? I'm watching a film mm. about. Yeah. I'm w- watching a film about Sly and the Family Stone. Right? Do you mm. know Sly and the Family Stone? I've heard of the film. I've probably seen it, but I can't recall it. In no, it's a band. Mm. And I'm watching a documentary about them, because the guy that made it... Oh, yeah, it's a band, of course. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, Stallone, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, And he's quite (laughs) funky. So could you do a funky version of Happy Birthday? Yeah, I'll I'll try in a minute. Do you know what? A couple of days ago... No, was it uh, yesterday? Yes, Nigel. um, I sang in the street. There was a charity charity event uh, raising money for mustard dystrophy. For mustard dystrophy? You know, the mustard dystrophy. Mustard mustard dystrophy, yes, yes. My my cousins um, have got... Well, two of my cousins had mm. mustard dystrophy. One of them unfortunately died, um, but the other one has beaten all the odds and Lee is still going strong. Oh, that's good. They had some entertainment yes. in the street. I got a, a, a young girl on guitar singing, and I said, can I do a song? And they let me use the open mic. What song did you sing, Nigel? I just, uh, I've put it onto YouTube now, Fly Me to the Moon, and it's on, it's on, my, pa- on my post at the moment, what Facebook do, what, post. Where do I go to? Is well, it on YouTube? If you go to uh, no, Nigel Reader at uh, Facebook. Oh, so Facebook, not YouTube? And YouTube, it's on as well, yeah, because I directed it to Facebook afterwards. Nigel Reader, let's have a look. Facebook. Facebook, we're on Facebook. It's at the top of the page. No, it says you studied at the University of Kent. That's right, yeah. What did you study? No, that, that's a false address, actually. Oh, it's I, a lie. I couldn't remember, didn't know what to say at the time. It so, was okay, so you, okay. Right, okay, well, this is, this is the clip. Singing in town, often break. Okay. Yeah, you can see the f- photo. There we go, let's have a little listen. Let's mm. listen to... Um, Yes, please. Just, just uh, point it. <laughs> they got me in. 
You've been better for coming out of the sunshine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait, hang on. The microphone's White not one. on in the clip. He's tapping the oh, that's it, yeah. on there. One, two, testing. Yeah, here we go. Then. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter. Very loud finger click, isn't it? In other words. Old man, scooby ready to in other words, darling, kiss me. Oh, it's awful, Nigel. <laughs> are you wearing? Are you wearing leggings? Uh, cycling leggings. But yeah. like, are you wearing lycra? Lycra leggings. Jeez, that doesn't leave much to the imagination, does it? No, no, no. Oh. Um, they've got a nice stripe that shows a, 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 a fluorescent stripe down the side. Oh. Um, so it was a great day, and I, I happened to meet, meet an ex-girlfriend at, at the end of the street as well on the same day, so yeah. that was good. Okay, well, that's, um, that's a um, great story. So I had a good day, but it was, it was good of them to let me sing anyway, wasn't it? Well... Join in. Yeah. Well, people came down from the other end of the street okay. and said, could I do another number? They were enjoying it. Okay. They thought I was drunk. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a joke there. Uh, yeah, happy birthday in, in a funky style, then, right yes, now. Okay. Yeah. And you, you want to finish off with that for Lauren? Yes. Uh, just, please, God, just finish it. Well, I'll try and do it. I'll do, you want me to do it now, don't you? I, yes, yes, please, yeah, Nigel. Uh, it was not a very long song, and it? so this is going to be difficult because I've not done it in a different way before. Okay. <laughs> please stop anyway, laughing. Here we and go. Being serious now. Serious. Um, Happy birthday to Lauren Smith. Happy birthday to Lauren Smith. How could you not know the words happy to Happy Birthday? That's not how. That's not the words to Happy oh. Birthday. Happy birthday, Lauren Smith. That's not the happy words. Birthday. How can you not know the words mm. to Happy Birthday? Well, I've just I got to mention the name, haven't I? Yeah, but there's a <laughs> there's a real the the beauty of Happy Birthday is right. There's a yeah. they they've written it in such a way mm. that there's a specific line where you get to mention the person's name well i can't do it fast that's what mucked me up you say I can't, I right do, do it normal speed like... then do it normal speed so i will i go like this um happy birthday to you here we go happy birthday to you <laughs> yes i remember now thanks very much for calling nigel let's go to dave good evening dave good evening ian good it's e- so nice to speak to you i've been trying to get through for minutes uh, are you on the helium tonight, Dave, or have your balls gone back up your body? I'm quite excitable. You are, aren't you? I think somebody spiked my drink. Oh, no, we don't condone that, but let me have a sip. <laughs> if you were going to sing Happy Birthday <laughs> in a funky manner, yeah. surely it's got to be Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday. Stevie Wonderstar. But that, no, but Stevie Wonder isn't singing Happy Birthday to you. I think you'll find the song's called Happy Birthday yeah, by but, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, but he's so not, no, but he's not happy singing... Happy Birthday in a funky style. No, but he's not singing... Ha- yes? No. He's not singing Happy Birthday to you. He's singing Happy... Happy Birthday to ya. Happy... Oh, so it's Happy Birthday to ya instead of Happy Birthday to you. Is there- Apologies, Ian. You've, you've... Got me there on two words, two letters. 
anyway. Well, apology accepted, David. What have you got for us? Do you want to book a call for Friday night? I do want to book a call for Friday. What um, time, Dave? I was hoping for 10.30, mate. Um, 10.30, yeah, we can do that. Oh, I'm so pleased. What would you like uh, to talk about, Dave? Well, that depends on how long is the slot. Well, at the moment, it's, um, 16 minutes. 16 but minutes. Someone okay. Because we've got one at 10.46, but someone might come in and, and come in at, say, 10.31, so it might only be a minute. All right, well, um... I've got I've got a few things to speak about. Okay. Do you want to Do you want to be the editor? Um, I, I guess I have to. Yes. Okay. Well, we've got a um, do sp- do people still soak their feet special? Do people still soak their feet? I'm not going to write special. The celebrity special. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, we've got a. Um, singer's changing accent mid-song. Oh, really? Are you thinking of the one I'm thinking of? Oh, I don't know. Save it for Friday. Oh, mid-song, you say. That is deliciously naughty. Okay, yep. Okay, we've got on the, um, on the music theme, we've got a, um, big intakes of breath special. Big intakes of breath, yeah. Okay, don't, don't. Don't use the word special. You've been quite liberal with the, the use of the word special. I'll decide if it's a special or not. Because a special kind of implies it's the whole show. Mm. So. Okay. All right, I'll rein it back in. Thank then. you, mate. Thank you, Dave. I'm a, trust more. me, I'm a professional. Okay. Is it your first time on the radio? No, no. I've been doing it for quite a few years now, Dave. Thank you. Well, fair play to you. Yeah. What's not? What's you haven't not? lost any of your spunkiness. Uh, what's um, okay. Um, crush on a famous person. Not special. Okay. When's the last time you had a crush on a famous person? Okay. Mine is um, causing me a little distress at the moment. Um, okay, as long as it's not legal distress, then we can go along yeah. with that. For me, it's um, always Sarah Beanie from um, Location Property, Property Ladder Location. Um, I'm running out of space to write these um, these topics in, Dave. We've got 16 minutes. All right, can we... We'll just have to talk fast. That's yeah. all I can say. Oh, God. Um, on the slide, was it any good? Um, the slide, in fact, I'm, I'm halfway through it. It's brilliant. Yeah, really good. Mm, is he, has he started living in his van yet? We don't, I don't, no, no. Spoiler Ooh, alert, I mate. haven't ruined it for you. Yeah. And if we've got time at the end of the slot, yes. um, Pornhub Stump 3, weather special. Pornhub Stump, Stump, oh, Stump. Three. Three. And it's a weather special. Oh, weather. It's not, not a special. It's a weather. It's a weather. Um, it's a weather. It's a, it's a weather. That's a weather. Well, well, I, I look forward to that, Dave. So you call us just before 10.30, yeah? You're not going to put me through, are you? Of course, of course I'm going to put you through. <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty... I, I, I bet you've got, like, tens of thousands of people all fighting to ring up. We have, 30. we have, and the phones are going absolutely mental at the moment. No one's so, um, I, I, I think your, your slot will be safe, but if anyone does want to call in and book 1031, well, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I'd be devastated if they did. Thanks for calling, Dave. All the best. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. I'm really tired all of a sudden. What a feisty hour that was. Uh, we've talked Nazis, um... Uh, we've talked um, uh, fantasy and lies. We're still booking calls and slots in for Friday's um, show. Um, I, I, after 11, tell you what, when we come back after 11, I'll go through all the slots that have gone. Let's just say the last hour of Friday's show is looking a little bit bare. Okay. 
We've only got one call at five minutes past 12, and it's David Badcock. I don't want to keep him on for the whole hour. So Friday after midnight, plenty, plenty of slots up for grabs. No callers on the switchboard at the moment. Never mind. Now would be a great time for you to call 0344-499-1000. My name is Ian Lee. You are listening to The Late Night Alternative, Monday to Friday, 10 till 1 on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. I still haven't talked about. There's a story in the newspapers today. Anne Robinson is on Tinder. Oh yes, indeed, sir. Um, you can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Another hour of this to go on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Chorus. Have you ever seen that documentary? Man, that's a movie. So they're all people in their 70s and 80s. Um, probably a lot of those people are dead now that did that. Uh, and they just, can I just, can you indulge me for one minute 42? I mean, listen, this is just, listen, listen to these old people rock, man. Here we go. Yes.
down in just a few seconds. I don't have me break this thing down for nothing. I want to see y'all, y'all, on your banished behavior. Honestly, it's such a good documentary about. I love it. The, the, uh, you, uh, you watch that and you'll laugh. And man alive, you will cry like a baby. 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative on talk radio. At the moment, weeknights from 10 until 1. Oh, we, we are being dealt a late night locking card. That's going to happen at some point. We could go on longer than one if uh, we see fit. Um, Gareth, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. Bill, good evening, Bill. Yeah, mate, what do you want? Sorry? What do you want? What do you mean, what do I want? Did we call you, or did you call us? Uh, oh. <laughs> no, you called me, didn't you? Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I, I, I think the way it would oh. work is you called us. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah, we yeah. called you back. For an appointment. For an appointment. <laughs> Whoa, so, hey, buddy, are you sitting down? Yeah. Have you got it, someone there to guide you through it? No, I'm in bed. Can you call me at uh, um, 12.30? Uh, what, do you want, to, want us to call, you want us to call you at 12.30 tonight? No, Friday. No, right, okay, so you want to book 12.30? Yeah. Right, what do you want to talk about? Just catch me wherever you catch me, I'll probably forget you called him. Uh, well, no, no, no. Um, you have to, here's the thing, you have to call us before 12.30. Yeah. Then we call you back. But if you don't call us, then 12.30 is going to be a dead slot. Oh, unless we get substitutes. I forgot to say, we need substitute callers. I meant to do that at the start of the show. Nuts. Uh, it, you, can be a, you can be on the subs bench, and that means if a caller doesn't turn up and you're listening and the caller doesn't turn up, then the sub can, can come on. I can do that as well. You want to be a sub as well? But hang on a minute. You're not even sure you're going to call in for the slot. No, I will, I will call. I'll call in for the slot. Pal. Okay. And, and, and I'm putting Bill in brackets is a sub as well. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's. Um... And I've got a question as well, Ian. Yes, yes, Bill. Could you this, sing? This... Could you sing the question for me? <clears throat> no, it's a bit awkward. Okay, okay, Stanley. I'll sing on Friday. Okay, mate. That's a deal, isn't it? That's a deal. Beautiful. Alright, This is about this um this um after hours thing. Yes, yes, yes. The uh, the radio lock-in. Hashtag radio lock-in that we're, where the boss has said, if the, if not this week, not next week, when Kath comes back, if we feel like carrying on after one o'clock, we can, we can carry on as long as we and want. That's permanent, yeah? Well, no. He, uh, 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 he, in the email, he said, we'll, we'll try it once and then we'll talk about it the next day and see how it went. That's not bad. That's not well, bad. And how long are you going to push it for? Well... Just as long as it feels relevant. If it feels like we're kind of padding, then we'll stop. So it could be quarter of an hour, half an hour. It could be all night. What until um, the fellow that comes on in the morning? Yeah, the fellow that on. comes on in the morning. Yes, hang on a minute. I've got it written down somewhere. Hang on. Um, where is it? It's over here. Hang on. I've got it somewhere. Uh, hang on a minute. Stay there, Bill. I've got it somewhere. Don't worry. He's irrelevant. I don't listen to him. Hang on. Hang on. Paul Ross. Paul Ross. That's the fella. That's the fella. Yeah. I prefer Steve Allen. Oh, for God's sakes. We we might we might dent his 4am spike. Oh, my God. I hate it when he says that. I, I know I'd like to stick that 4am spike. I tell you, he's got a good concept, though. Even what? though I don't like him. What, being nasty and calling women fat? 
That's he's a, not even nasty now, not like he used to be. He calls he calls women fat and chavs. No, no, no. He used to, not so much now. He's a lot. He's been a bit of a bum kisser for a long while. Bum kisser. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say arse beer swearing. <laughs> Isn't it funny that arse is swearing? But your ass, uh, ass, oh, uh, I'm going to kick you up the ass. That's I fine. I was going to say liquor instead of kisser, but I thought kisser sounded <laughs> oh, yeah, nicer. Okay. All right, well, you've got a really horrible image in my head now that I, I really wish I didn't have. But there you go. These things happen. Yeah. Feel, yeah. It feels like, feels like we're done. Okay, pal. Um, my, my sister says on Twitter, Bill sounds wasted. No, 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 I'm just in bed. Wasted in bed? N- no, just, just sort of been sleeping on and off. <laughs> what time did you go to sleep? I, ha- I hate <laughs> it when you go to sleep too early. Oh, no, I know. I'm terrible for that. Sometimes I'll go to sleep about six and then I'll be up that is... from about midnight onwards. I was going to say eight o'clock, but six o'clock is way too early. You're never going to get sleep through at six. Yeah, even eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah. And you're so tired and you think, oh, I'll sleep through. But then, yeah, you wake up midnight, one o'clock, and then that's it. You're wide awake for a few hours. Waste, complete waste of a night. Yeah, but then you get to go back to sleep at three. Yeah. Oh, five. Uh, to be honest, that's... Yeah, yeah, no, you do. And then you have to get up at six. In it? Six, and in it? Oh, my God. In yeah, it, though? you know. In it? <laughs> you know, you Okay, know. Bill, well, it feels like we, th- this conversation ended about four minutes ago. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. All right, Friday, yeah, I'll have a sing song. Okay, have a sing song. <laughs> oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Gareth. Evening, Gareth. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm all right, mate. What you got for us? Well, uh, the choice is yours. Video games or music? Uh, music. Let's go music. Okay. Same problem. Yeah. Um, I am 38. Relatively near your age, I think. I'm not too sure at all. Well, God bless you. Um, I'm, I'm 44 now, though, so I'm... Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. You look a day... No day over 43. Yeah, well, thank you very much. 44 is good. You can come back. Um... It's, it's the same one. Um, essentially, I'm getting old. Yeah. And I found that, um, as an example for the music side, I was in the car, driving back from St Albans the other day. Yes. And Jeff Lynne's ELO came on yes. uh, when I was a boy. Yeah. Brilliant song. Um, found out recently that I'd... If all of the good songs uh, that I'd heard in, like, the 80s and early 90s all have a link with him. Anything that sounds like the Beatles, basically. No. Um, uh, he, well, just just hold your horses, right? Okay, mm-hmm. ELO did some great songs, right? Mr. Blue Sky, you can't knock it, okay? But did long time ago. Yeah, but Jeff Lynne has also ruined a lot of music. Um, uh, um, the uh, second Travelling Wilburys album, the last George Harrison album, Brainwashed, the Beatles song "Free as a Bird." My God, he, he ruined did it. Murdered that, didn't he? He ruined it. The, the original recording's probably better, though, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's not a particularly good song. I th- always thought it was an odd choice that they went for that, because it's not Lennon's, you know, it's not a lost Lennon masterpiece. And I've got a soft spot for Frizz, but, you know, I, I, that and um, Real, Real Love, I kind of like them. I shouldn't, but I kind of yeah. like them. But, uh, but but Jeff Lynne did everything he could to make it sound like a Jeff Lynne record instead of a Beatles record. Well, this this is the thing. I like his production. I didn't like the rest of his album, 
but I liked um, I liked when I was a boy because it sounds a bit old school, which yeah. brings me back to the point. Yes, I've I've realised that uh, you know I have I don't have enough endorphins to like Rita Ora anymore. Um, I just don't feel like um, it's weird. I used to be a musician, but I don't feel like I fit. Is that and is that a normal random thing? Um, or is hang that on a minute, you've me? confused me because I I um I've got a mad crush on Rita Ora. And I know that there's a 44-year-old man. What is she? She's 25. I'm literally old enough to be her dad. But flipping it, Rita Ora. Call blimey. Uh, there's there's a reason I don't fancy Rita Ora, but I can't say on on the radio. Did... Whoa. Well, now we're intrigued. Did she... Ma- man of a certain taste. Okay. What? It's not that I like uh, not very good-looking women. You, um, like... you only like black proportions. women? Proportions. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm a proportions person. Her proportions are um, larger than I would prefer. Uh, what, her boobs or her bums? Uh, well, I can't say boobs on the radio, can I? You can say boobs. Her, her boobs we? are too big. Yeah, I'm not a big boob man. There's um, there's something you don't hear two days, uh, d- d- too often uh, these days. And respect to you, Gareth, for uh, for coming out and admitting that. I, I am not... Uh, I'm not a boob man. And, um, uh, you know, if I'm, if, in my youth, when I was presented with such things, I, d- I didn't really know what to do with them, because I, I wasn't particularly interested in them. Um, the, the one thing I will say... Yep. Uh, I, I used to work at a company called Cellcast. Yeah. Um, so I had to produce, uh, the now infamous Babe Station. Oh, yeah, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> those girls, so, those, those naughty ladies. Yeah, when when you when you see enough of it, you you either get sick of it or you go, no, there's a, I've got a certain taste. Yeah, yeah. So I become the unpleasable gentleman. Okay, okay. Well, there is a phenomenon. Uh, be, being serious for a second, have you had um, John Ronson's excellent "The Butterfly Effect" podcast? I have not. But it's I'm brilliant. Write that down. It's brilliant, right? It, it, he basically looks at what uh, he follow. He, he he makes the guy that invented Pornhub. And he kind of follows the ripples out in the, the world, the butterfly effect of that. And he goes to various places. And uh, one of the places he goes to is um, he goes on to the set of a, uh, a porno being made. Um, uh, uh, stepdaughter cheerleader, stepdaughter cheerleader orgy two, right? It's and, a great title by the sounds of it. Well, it's it's messed up, I think. I, the whole stepdaughter thing, I don't get. But and um, he he picks up on something, right? That and this is a phenomenon. That is is sweeping on. It's already big in Japan, right? Some of the male actors on the set of this making this porno movie are unable to achieve an erection, so they don't have fluffers anymore. Do you know what they were doing? Go on. They were going onto Pornhub to look at porn, so they could become aroused to have sex with a porn star in a porno and it's a real and it's and you know it's it's kind of funny but also it's not kind of funny because um there's a phenomenon in japan where the birth rate has dropped off massively because um a lot of young men are are, are not leaving their bedrooms they're just they're just you know getting satisfied by watching pornography because because there's so much porn out there now that they can just watch the porn in their bedroom they don't even go out and have well, the, the, the choice as well. Yeah, There's so many different categories. Not that I would be aware of that. Often. No, no, but listen, we all know there is. It's everything, right? So they don't even leave their rooms to go out and have relationships. And the ones that do go out and have relationships are unable. A lot of them are unable to achieve an erection because 
they have spent years in their bedroom looking at, you know, some really extreme, extreme, um, pornos, you know, so the, 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 then to the vanilla, so to speak, of being in an intimate one-on-one situation with a girl doesn't turn them on. And, um, as a dad of two young boys, I'm genuinely worried that the, the, the um, proliferation of, of hardcore porn- pornography everywhere, you know, the fact that in my phone I can see stuff that as a 14, 15, 16-year-old, I couldn't even imagine, you know, you couldn't even have imagined. The fact that this stuff is available is meaning that um, actual intimate, emotional and physical one-on-one relationships between men and women, um, they're kind of dropping um, because people don't know how to interact with with the opposite sex. And also, when presented with, you know, an attractive young naked woman, they can't get aroused because they've been looking at hardcore porn for years. Which which is kind of what makes us different because when I was at school, and I imagine you because you're a couple years older than me, not too much older, though, obviously. Yep, that's all right. I'm an old man. Uh, I imagine that you were the same. The internet existed, and we were aware of it, but it wasn't in schools when we were at school, right? Yep. The first time that um, I think I ever was presented with any porn, um, we're getting a bit deep. Sorry about this. That's all right. That's no, um, good. I'm enjoying this. It was on an Amiga disc. Oh, wow. It was, was it? Like yeah. a, you know, it was like a 25-frame looped video. It was an AVI. Yeah. Um, and I thought, God, this is the future. Yeah. And then CD-ROMs happened, and then uh, AOL keywords, and then porn on the internet. Yeah. Now, the problem is, is that I'm, I myself am a father of three. Two is enough. Um, two boys, one girl. Yeah. I worry about what they're going to see when they're older. Yeah, yeah. When do you get them a phone? Do you allow them internet access? It's, it's a big deal. And, and, and it, that's even irrelevant. It, whether you get them a, fo- a phone or not, Gareth, is irrelevant, because their mates will have one. So exactly. you, you cannot stop someone in the playground going here have a look at this and um uh, uh, and it it, te- it genuinely terrifies me now listen i'm, I'm not for for, for um uh, censorship you know if, if I, I have watched pornography i have read pornographic magazines i'm not going to pretend i haven't of course i have um and if it's you know if it's consensual and you know as long as there are no kids and no animals involved then you know hey it's I, I, it's kind of fine i think really yeah. Um, but it does terrify me that, that, that it, is, it is just all out there, and um, uh, my my boys are going to see it. You know, they're seven and five. Hopefully, they're not going to see it for a few years, but they're going to see so it. Two or eighteen, right? Well, yeah, you know. That, <laughs> well, we'd like to think so, but I think I saw my first porn mag. Um, God, I saw I, I I found one when I was about eight. You know, and then uh, yeah. so. They're going to see it, and it terrifies me, the effect it's going to have on them physically and mentally, and in terms of the intimacy that, that, that they they might struggle to have when they meet a partner. And and have, sorry, this is like me counselling you, sorry. Have oh. you thought about how, how you're going to deal with it, with them, you know? You, do you no. introduce them to it, and do you, do you talk to them about what the feelings they're going to have? How do you do it? I don't know, and I've not I've not thought about it yet. At seven and five, I'm 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 banking. I'm a few years off it, so um, I'm not gonna. Uh, 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 no, I'm not going to talk about it for a while. But I don't know, and I'm yeah. dreading it. I'm absolutely dreading it. How old are your kids? Uh, I've got a two-year-old girl. I've got a three and a six-year-old boy. Okay, so we're, we're a few years off it, but we're um, okay. I, I'm 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 dreading it, man. I'm dreading it. 
It's it's going to be one of those. Uh, yeah, there are loads. Uh, this is good music chat. Sorry, there are, it's one of those things where we're going to have uh, we're going to have phones to discuss the internet usage that they're allowed. You know, their interaction with girls and boys, their interaction with the internet. Yeah. We have. I, I, well, I personally believe we've got a much harder job. Yeah. Perhaps not. Perhaps a different job than our parents had. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, thank you for that, mate. That went off on a tangent, didn't it? I enjoyed that. Sorry. No, I don't. I I, please, don't please don't apologise. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Good stuff. Thank uh, you for thanks, your man. time, Ian. Take care. Bye-bye. 0344 499 This is The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, for example, we won't do it tonight, we won't do it next week, we'll wait till Kath gets back. Um, John, I'll come to you in a second, 0344 With this new thing, the, the um, uh, uh, late-night lock-in, radio lock-in, we'll come up with a name. Um, I'm enjoying the show tonight, and I, I, I think it's got legs, so w- what we could do is, the show would get up to one o'clock and we go, do you know what, we're having so much fun, um, we're going to stay on... For, for another hour, and let's see how we go. And that, so that's kind of the plan. Just having a show that's a bit... The ending is a bit looser. And then when we run out of steam, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably be a bit traditional. We'll take it to a half an hour or an hour. When it runs out of steam, we'll go, all right, we've had enough, and then we'll flick over and simulcast talk sport, which is what happens now. Because um, I do love this job. I, I know I whinge a lot, but I love this job, OK? And late night radio for me is just where it's at, man. It's the it's the best place to be. So the thought of maybe taking it on for another hour, another two hours if it's going well, it appeals to me. We'll see. We'll see. The boss has given it the thumbs up though, so that's good. John's on the line. Good evening, John. How you doing, Ian? You're all right. I'm all right, John. What have you got for us tonight, mate? Good, good, good. Book a slot Friday. Oh yes, 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 sir. What's what? What? Uh, it's getting quite busy. What would you like? Give us a late one. Uh, you want a late one? Yeah. 12.40? That's perfect. 12.40. Oh, well, nearly where we are now, uh, John. And what would you like to talk about? Uh, a couple of things, really. Yeah. I should just drop a couple of things down. One of them being, my missus has always wanted to phone you, but she's never around the bottle. Someone's oh. asked me to ring in. So oh. I was thinking, I'll get him a couple of subjects, and then I'm just going to get her on the phone. Yeah. Oh, good. Why is she, um... Uh, well, it's a weird... I was about to say, why does she not want to phone? But it's a weird thing to phone. It's a terrifying thing to do for a lot of people. Yeah. She can talk the hind legs of a donkey, but she'll get very, very nervous. Oh, well, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> She's uh, going to kill me. I think she's upstairs listening now. Hello, uh, uh, Mrs. John. Are you... Is, is, are, are you one of those... Because quite often, I find... we've Me and Kath have been doing some live shows, and quite often... Well, about a year ago, it was... Um, blokes coming to the shows dragging yeah. their wives and their girlfriends along. But I've got to say, over the last six months or so, it's kind of evened out, but it, it's generally one person in the relationship listens and the other one comes along to the show, you know, just to keep them company but they don't really want to be there. So are you, is your wife the listener and you're kind of forced she, to listen to she this? She dragged me. No, she dragged me along. She was listening to you years ago when, yeah. um... Our, our little and our first daughter was born. Um, so she's 12 now. Wow. And she listened to her whole pregnancy. She used to listen to you. Wow. And she used to think you were the funniest bloke in the world. I used to just hear her laughing in the bedroom. So that, w- that would have been at LBC, so, would it? It was LBC, yeah. yeah. So um, then she sort of found you on it. So oh, you've got to listen to this stuff. Oh, yeah, why not? It's pretty good. And uh, 
So that is it. Yes, listen whenever I can. Well, oh, th- that's good. Well, in that case, then, John, let's let's keep this um, between ourselves. But yes, you could probably hear. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wink, wink. Now, I've just got to remind you: you've got a phone in before twelve forty, and we'll call you back. But that slot is yours. But then let's just then just, let's just take the phone upstairs on Friday and let's get her talking. That's what I'm going to do. 12.40, she's probably had a couple of couple of glasses of wine by then. Oh, beautiful. Be a bit she, relaxed. Will she be in bed? Uh, no, oh. probably not. Oh, OK. Oh. So there's a couple of um, subjects. Yes. That I was thinking. Um, embarrassing moments. The most embarrassing moments that have ever happened to you. Always you good. Think about now and cringe. Always good. Um, kids sayings. Yeah. Things you couldn't write. Our yep. kids have said loads. Oh, uh, this is the thing, right? You, you, you don't... Um, w- until you get your own kids and they're around you... You don't realise how funny they are. I mean, oh, just the absolute nonsense that comes out of their mouths. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, it's great. I should start writing it all down. Yep. I'm sure I'll forget it one day. Well, she'll, um, she'll, she'll, be, she'll be off and be... You, you, she, you're saying you're a little girl. It's a girl, isn't it, you got? Two girls, yeah, two, two little girls. Two, how old are they? Twelve and what? Twelve and seven. Yeah, seven. Listen, man, this is the thing, right? Because they were babies twenty minutes ago. They'll be married. Yeah. They'll be married in the don't, blink of an eye. Don't, don't I know? <laughs> no, I know. And my boys are seven and five. They were babies yesterday, and they'll be going off to college. You know, before I even know what's happened. It's terrifying the speed that they grow it is, up. It is terrifying. That's why I try and slow everything down. Yep. Well, that's my idea anyway. Um, a couple of other things. Yes. A couple of random ones. Best use of a whistle in a song. <laughs> oh, John, you speak in my language. Whistles in songs, yeah. yeah the best. Yeah. Um, this is one my missus will sort of hopefully get talking on, and we've had this conversation for years, yep. we, to the point we've written it down. The ultimate band. Do you mean like making up of different members? Making up, all different members. All right, all right. Whether all right. it works or not together, but your yep. favourite singer, basically, you know, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yeah. And then my last one. Yeah. Um, pampas grass in the front garden. Now, is that is that really... Because I don't even know what pampas grass looks like, right? But that the, the thing is, it's supposed to be a sign that swingers live there. Yeah, so I wanted to know, is it a myth? Is it an urban myth? Well, is it real? I think it's got to be an urban myth. And we'll, we'll talk about it on Friday. But, is it, I mean, has anyone ever knocked on the door because they've seen some pampas grass and gone, oh, uh, I couldn't help but notice um, you're a horny young couple. Can we come in? I can't believe not that's yet, ever happened. Not yet, not yet. Well, (laughs) maybe Friday. All right, it's all down there, John. Lovely. Nice one. Speak to you then, mate. Cheers. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Friday night is... I tell you what, we'll have a break. When we come back, I shall read through the the schedule that we have for Friday night. It's looking busy. It's looking busy. If you're not on this list... And you phone up on Friday night, you will be met with short shrift, right? You will not be allowed on, simple as. Uh, we could do with a couple of subs, though, it has to be said. If you want to nominate yourself as a sub, for that, you'll need to be listening for the whole show. And if one of these callers doesn't rock up, um, your name will get called and you'll have to phone in immediately and dive in. So we need a couple of subs. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So, Friday show so far looks like this, and I, I fair play to you. No one's because you could phone in and do a sneak, sneaky. If someone's booked for say ten forty six, you could say, "Oh yeah, I want ten forty seven, please." No one's done that. You've all played very very well so far. There's half an hour of the show left. Um, 0344-499-1000. So this is what Friday show 
um, is looking like. Uh, five past ten, it's Alan Caddick talking about prison food. At six past ten, it's Lee talking about the Havering Gazette. Then we've got a big gap until 10.30 when it's Dave talking about do people still soak their feet? Singers changing accent mid-songs. Big intakes of breath. Having a crush on a famous person. And Pornhub stump three weather. 10.46, Dom is talking about shoe sizes. A little bit contentious there. Could get a bit feisty. Then there's a gap that we go that takes us up to the top of the hour. The top of the hour. I've got to stop saying that, because only people in radio say the top of the hour. I said this the other day when I was on Virgin. Well, that's at the top of the hour. I thought, what a stupid thing to say. What's this top of the hour? Uh, Cleo's talking about birds at four minutes past 11. 11.15. Uh, Stephen is talking about... Uh, kill it, feed it, or ignore it. 11.20, it's Katia. What do you uh, do... When you come to a new neighbourhood, at 11.30 and 30 seconds, it's Mike uh, with his movie script. At 11.30, it's Kyle with the DWP. That takes us up to the top of the hour. Uh, the last hour is a little bit free. There's, there's room for manoeuvre. So far, at 12, five minutes past 12, we've got 25 minutes of David Badcock. That could be... That could be more than anyone needs. 12.30, it's uh, Bill. Um, just catch him wherever. And at 12.40, it's John um, uh, w- with his missus. So that is Friday's show. There's still there's still room. There's still slots uh, if you want to call in. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll carry on booking the slots tomorrow's show. Maybe for the first hour of, of, of Thursday's show. We'll, we'll carry it over a little bit. Um, but then we'll close the door at 11 o'clock on Thursday night. So if your name is not on the list then you will not be coming in. Do you Do you understand? Do you agree? Thank you. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I meant to um, talk about this. Um, Anne Robinson's on, uh, on, on Tinder. Weakest link host, Anne Robinson. I like Anne Robinson a lot. We tried to get her on the show. I don't think it's happening, which is a shame because I think she's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Weakest link host, Anne Robinson, has joined dating app Tinder at the age of 72. Remember when 72 was, like, ancient? The twice-married BBC star has revealed she's looking for a high-flying businessman on the matchmaking service. She told The Sun, I hope all women my age are having sex. Why wouldn't they be? That's what keeps me young. I don't have a partner at the moment. I've had two husbands, and they're lovely. (laughs) I'm a committee of one. Evening, Lester. Uh, Ian. Yeah. What you got for us, Les? Oh, oh, two things. One to book for Friday. Yeah, what time would you like, sir? I'm tempted to go for 12.06 just to annoy the bad cock. But, uh, You're welcome to if you want, mate. It, it's If you want to play that game. <laughs> no, no. We'll go for quarter past. 12.15, uh, Leicester. And what do you want to talk about? Uh Revenge at a party. Revenge. Oh, that's a, yeah, I like that one. Revenge at a party. Yep, groovy. Yep. And the other, the, and going back to the question from uh, right early doors tonight, the jumping, in, getting in a wrong car. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was good. I, I, I was talking to someone. Was it? Uh, it was Lee? I think wasn't it? Oh no, Dave. Um, about a, a couple of times, I've got in the wrong car, and, and uh, on at least one occasion, there was a woman in the passenger seat, and we both got the fright of our lives. 
Well, I did exactly the same. Twi- twice in a month. Oh, mate, go on. First one, we're just dead easy. My sister was picking me up from outside train station. Yeah. The car pulled up. I thought it would, uh, I jumped in, just looked at her. Bugger. You know, my <laughs> sister, are you? And then jumped straight back out again. She didn't say no. But then a couple of weeks after, my mate would pick me up from outside my house. It was dark. Yeah. He drives a black BMW. Yeah. At the time, I was expecting it. A black BMW pulls up. Ay, ay, ay. What are the chances? So I, I jumps out. Yep. Sees he's got passengers in front and back. Yeah. I weren't expecting any passengers, so I just jumped in back seat behind driver and went to introduce myself to the, <laughs> to the two new people. <laughs> you introduced yourself! <laughs> Alright, folks, I didn't know you have got anyone else will come in. I'm Lester. <laughs> looks round, and then these, these guys sat in front of us just looks right like, you're not Des, are you? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't say what the look they gave me were, were filthy. Did they, they not say them, anything? None of them said a single word. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Because I'd say, all right, Les, nice to meet you, mate. I, I, I've got, got a feeling you might be in the wrong car, but you're welcome to come and join <laughs> us. You just thought they'd have said something, just laugh at, but I mean, the looks they get, all three of them look just, they were filthy looks. Maybe they were um, either undercover cops or on the other side of the spectrum, they were drug dealers. Maybe they were ISIS. Maybe you stopped an ISIS uh, plot. Well, to be fair, to look at them, they looked like they were, they were uh, the two passengers who yeah. were. Uh, I'd say about 50. Yeah. Dolled up to nines. Oh. I, I, I'm guessing they looked like they were going to church. That's where that, that, that was the impression I got hey, to, hey, to, to hey. where they were dolled up. Well, that, that'll, that, that'll do it, Lester. Well, well done for that. I, listen, I look forward to speaking to you on Friday. Yeah. I am reminded of um, uh, my, one of my most embarrassing moments was on the, island, the Greek island of Skiathos, and we were there for a friend's wedding. And um, we were sort of staying in this this complex... With all these chalets, it was really, it was nice, it was really nice. But there was a sort of chalets, but they were sort of on different levels. It was, it was, it was, it was weird. And I went out to do, I don't know what I went out for. And I came back in and I burst through the door, threw the door open. I went, "Okay, this is the FBI. You're all under arrest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my gun. I'm gonna kick your ass, right? Because my wife was there, right? I'm gonna kick your ass." And I'm doing all this, and I'm doing it quite loudly in a stupid American accent. And I'm thinking, well, that TV, why has she moved the TV? I was thinking, well, hang on a minute, the bed, that bed was made, and now there's somebody. Oh, my God, I'm in the wrong chalet. I was in the wrong chalet, and there were people in there. There was a bloke in the bed. And I just went, I'm so terribly sorry, I'm in the wrong room. And I ran out. It was awful. Viewers saw Anne getting to grips with the app on Monday night during BBC One documentary Britain's Relationship Secrets. Um, oh, hang on a minute. So is she actually on Tinder? Or, or, or is it just for a TV programme? Guys! Come on, Benji Potter! When faced with a photo of a man holding a beer, teetotaler Anne said, I don't drink. I don't drink, so no to him. And she would not budge on salary expectations either. She added, This is Gary, who's a freelance actor. I don't think that would bring in a big income. But a banker, I said banker, caught the eye of hard to please Anne. She said, Quick, I want to go back to the 60-year-old who's got a job in banking. By the end of the clip, the star admitted, I just want a Tinder that CEO... So she's... So she's not on Tinder. So this is a made-up story. So you've wasted my time, son. 
Anthea Turner's ex, Grant Bovey, 56, was last week dumped by his 29-year-old girlfriend after she found out he was on dating app Bumble behind her back. The son had revealed Bovey knocked 10 years off his age on his profile. Oh, dear me. Rocky, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. 0344-499-1000. You're listening to Talk Radio. A Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Rocky. Good evening, Mr. Good morning, Mr. Lee. How are you? I'm fine. Are you on speakerphone, Rocky? No, I'm not. The, 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 the young lady said, I'll say that. No, I've got the phone next to my ear. Well, is is the mouthpiece next to your mouth? Well, well my mouth's big enough, so it should be. It sounds... Oh, is your, fo- is your phone one of those um, uh, cardboard ones? No, no, it's, 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 it's an Android. But it started raining, so the signal could be pretty lousy. But the signal... But you're not breaking up or anything. You just, you just sound like... You sound a bit like this. Oh, well, I do apologise. OK, apology accepted. Uh, right, I'd like to book a, a slot for Friday. Yes, sir, mind. what time would you like, Rocky? Um, as late as you possibly can. Um, we can go, um, 12.50. That's fine. 12.50, and what would you like to talk about? Right, this is something that you might have a, a, an interest in. Yes. It's a paradox. Oh. And the paradox is... Yes. What if Joe Meek had actually brought the Beatles down instead of throwing their audition tape into the bin? That gives me... I'm going to have to do some research on that, um, Rocky. Um, it, it, it happened in mid-1962. Yes. Uh, he, he was, uh, Brian Epstein was sending audition tapes all over the place. Yes. He sent one to Joe Hang Meek. on a minute. It sounds like we're, we're not we're not doing the topic now, Rocky. No, just going to be a little bit of interest. Just a little bit of background. OK, OK. But we, but we, can, we can do that on Friday. It, uh, it will be an interest... I like these... I'm, I, I go on some quite geeky music forums, like the Steve Hoffman forum and stuff like that, and quite often people will do um, alternate realities. What if the Beatles had stayed together um, instead of splitting up? What if John Lennon hadn't been shot? What if, you know, the monkeys hadn't... What, what if Brian Wilson had, had released Smile? And then they do these kind of fake albums and stuff, and I love all that stuff. So we will we will devour that on Friday, Rocky. We will devour it. Well, I hope so, because uh, my paradox completely destroys your social life. Oh, God. Because, for example, that T-shirt you had on yesterday with the monkeys... Yes. ...that wouldn't have existed. Um, oh, God. Wowzers. OK, this is going to be a big one. I look forward to discussing this on Friday night, Rocky. Oh, I look out for a package in the mail. What, what have you sent now? Look out for a package in the mail. OK. Don't, stop sending me stuff. Oh, I can't help it. There's no, do, like. do, uh, listen, you're very, very kind. Uh, but stop saying, I've got so much stuff and I'm trying not to gather any more stuff, but I appreciate it. I will look out for that. But then make that the last one, Rocky. All right, my man. Thank you, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, 0344 499 I, uh, uh, I get sent stuff and it's very kind. I'm, I'm really trying to um, have less stuff. <laughs> this is my thing. I'm trying to have less stuff because i've got so much stuff and um i got sent some lovely books today big thick books about the birds the rock group um two of them because i'm trying to get the um author on johnny rogan who's also written about the the kinks and stuff by the way guests coming up guys um david hamilton i'm meeting on friday probably won't play it out friday but i'm meeting him on friday um next monday i'm meeting tim heidecker from tim and eric 
if you want to, Tim and Eric is an hilariously delicious, surreal, offensive mess of a sketch show, right? It's brilliant. But also, my, my favourite, favourite thing at the moment is Decca, which is this stupid 11-minute programme um, that Tim Heidecker makes, where he's this he's just, just an oafish um, uh, CIA agent. Oh, it's, it's so funny, man. Frankie Valley's brother was in it the other day. Um, and he keeps at the Beach Boys keep popping up in it. It's so funny. I love it. You could, it's on Fox Network. I don't know what that is over here. Um, but um, you can find it in hooky places as well. But Tim Heidecker is doing some shows over here in London, which I'm going to go and see. But on Monday, I'm going to go and meet him. And uh, Decker is just the funniest, funniest thing at the moment. I can't stop watching it. There aren't that many episodes, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ration it. Um, but it, it's, it's very good. Very good. So he's coming on. Uh, and then next week, we have also got the gentleman that's made this um, uh, on the sly a film um, where he goes on the hunt for Sly Stone from Sly and the Family Stone. I'm halfway through it. It is such a good film. I love these um, these films where people are on a mission to try and find someone. Such a good film, and he's 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 a really he's really funny bloke in the film. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, uh, Anne Moses is coming on again. Who uh, do you remember? She came on, and she used to be the editor of um, is it Tiger Beat or Teen Beat? I can't remember. But she met up with Elvis, and she knew the monkeys, and she went out with um, one of the Gibbs. She's she's good. So she's coming on next week as well. Tim Brooke Taylor coming on at some point. I need to do a little cheeky email and, and sort that out, but that is happening. Oh, I'll go at nearly the end of the show. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, this is what I was going to do the whole show about. Pause, oh, I forgot to do this. Chivalry is not dead. Proof today's guys can be perfect gents. A modern gentleman. I'm getting bunged up. I, I'm getting. I haven't got a cold, but the last week or so, I've, I find myself waking up at about five o'clock in the morning, really bunged up, and I'm having to um, have a little bit of Vicks. It's not hay fever. Hay fever in the middle of the night? No, I've never had hay fever. You can't get. Can you get hay fever in the middle of the night? Is that what it is? A modern gentleman still displays the good manners of his forebears. Forebears. Forebearers. Forebears. Forebearers. Forebears. Says forebears. According to a study. He is as respectful, polite and kind as any chivalrous knight of old. As he holds the door open for others pays attention when people speak and always keeps his shoes nice and shiny. When was the last time you polished your shoes? I don't even wear shoes anymore that require polishing. I don't do that. The 21st century code of etiquette also includes putting his mobile phone away at the dinner table Keeping fit and wearing a good suit. I need to get some new suits. My suits don't fit me. One of the, talk about mitazapine. Uh, one of the side effects of that, you put on the weight. 
boy, oh boy. I mean, I was about 14 stone, and then I went up to 16. I'm hovering around 15.3 at the moment, but I can't get it below 15. And I just can't fit any of my suits, any of my suits at all. So um, that's bad. A quarter of Britons also think any well-mannered chap will be able to cook a decent meal and keep their house tidy. Um... In a rejection of House of Commons Speaker John Burko, who's decreed men no longer need to wear a tie in Parliament, modern gentlemen sport a well-tailored suit and tie and smart, short haircut. Long hair, a top knot. Oh, my God, have you seen those top knots? That is just... We've lived through some um, pretty... um, We've lived through some pretty hairy bad haircuts. But the top knot, Jesus. Long hair, a top knot or a quiff are considered ungentlemanly. Um, uh, So here are the top ten signs of a charmer. Number ten, keeps fit. Well, I am out of that race. Number nine, polishes his shoes. Uh, Number eight, can admit he's wrong. I, I, I do that far too often, I find. Number seven, lends his jacket on a cold night. Yeah, I do that. Six, keeps a tidy home. Well, five, arrives punctually. Yeah, I'm good at uh, arriving um, early for things these days. I used to be awful. But now, um, uh, uh, now I arrive early all the time. Four, keeps good hygiene. Well... Three puts his phone away at dinner. I don't even... If I'm going out for a meal, I don't even take my phone with me. Why would I want to take my phone with me? I'm getting good at this. If I go out for dinner, the phone stays at home. Uh, Number two, listens to others. Huh? And number one, holds the door open. I mean, jeez. Goodness sakes. Oh, look, and then the next page, there's an advert for a barrel water feature and planter. That is quite possibly the most hideous thing I have ever seen in my life. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one, that one. We've got three minutes left of the show. Oh, dear. Here's something. Rolf Harris. Rolf vows to be the next J.K. Rowling, Teen Books Trilogy. <laughs> Here's something, and I ask a question, not because I've, I've investigated it. Um, I don't even know if my bosses would allow it. I don't even know if I'd want to do it. Would you, Rolf Harris is a guest? Imagine, imagine it. Imagine it. Would you? Um, would you want that? Someone will. I'm surprised. He's out now, isn't he, Rolf? I'm surprised someone hasn't had him on something. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't, I, I, I always wanted to interview Gary Glitter, just so I could go, Gary, what the hell are you doing, man? What the hell are you doing? And I got really close to interviewing Gary Glitter, um, but the person who was arranging it was very mysterious and said I couldn't record it, because I wanted to record it for a, for a show. They said, you can't record it. I said, okay, well, I, 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 I want to record it. Uh, but I won't broadcast the recording. I just want to, you know, make sure that all the quotes I make are real quotes. Because I don't want you then at a later date go, oh, no, I didn't say that, I didn't say that. 
And he said no. And loads of people said, oh, don't do that, Ian. Don't interview him because it will look bad on you. And um, uh, so it, was, it kind of it didn't happen. And I, I, I wish I had done it, actually. Um, Rolf Harris is secretly trying to reinvent himself as the next J.K. Rowling by writing a series of novels for young adults. I'm never sure how many of these, these Rolf Harris stories I actually believe. I do think most of them are made up. The Disgrace Star 87 has three books planned with more in the pipeline, a source close to the family has revealed. His daughter, Bindi, 53, is said to be writing them based on his ideas and they will be released under a pen name. The source said the current plan is for Rolf to write a trilogy of novels which could turn out to be more if they're well received. He's 87. You've got to start writing them quick, buddy, because you're going to be dead soon. That's not a threat, but he will be. Rolf doesn't want to have anything to do with the outside world anymore. He said that he's sick of the lot of them and just wants to be left in peace. Harris was convicted of 12 indecent assaults against four girls. Um, The current working titles for Rolf's first novel are said to be a scandal in sepia. (laughs) Well then, and here's the thing. Here's the last line of the story. A spokesman for Harris said, our client client is not writing young adult fiction books and no such books are being ghostwritten for him. The comments you have referred to us you have referred to us in this regard are untrue. So I kind of think most of these stories are made up. Anyway, we, um, we, we've come to the end of the show. Now imagine in two weeks' time we could say, well, we've come to the end of the scheduled show, but who wants to stick around for another hour? Not tonight, but two weeks' time we might just give that a go and see how it goes. Um, thank you to Sam, thank you to Emma I shall be back tonight at 10 o'clock Until then, from me, thank you very much for listening I've been Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio